Well, hello, I hear you're called gearheads. That's weird. My name is Michael Jordan. You may know me from such things as the Michael Jordan crying meme and the father of the man who is shooping Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. I was asked to do this intro today for a blind mic. Blind mic sounds like one of the referees that riffed me in the league. See, that is the kind of joke that got Magic Johnson his own TV show. Anyway, here's your host. The me of podcasting. One blind mic. Geary. Does Hackride know who Michael Jordan is? <laughs> I think so. And does he listen to this program? <laughs> He's the Craig of podcasting. That was the joke. Last, remember last week? It's an honor to be called that. There he is. Number 23 of North Carolina. <laughs> his airness. Yeah, it turns out I had COVID. I'll say the, 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 the voice isn't spot on, but I did give Hagrid two days notice to create a human life. So I'll give him a pass on that one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was, uh, that, usually they're pretty accurate. I think there's not enough, like, there's so much of all the other people we play talking that the technology, it's probably easier to find. Like, he would have had to find Jordan interviews and things like that. But, uh, you know, who who are we to nitpick a genius like this? That's a good point. What's the last episode of Puzzle Box, by the way? Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, a lot. Which I guess wasn't the last episode. Yeah, I think it was the last. He tricked us. I think it was the last one with Krista. Is that right? It's like if 72 million people watched the finale of Seinfeld and then a commercial ran and they were like, we're back in September. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, the, the, the hack ride news I wanted to start with. We'll get to plenty of other things today. It's our Thanksgiving spectacular, folks. Um, a lot of Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, everybody. <laughs> but, but real quick, I wanted to touch on this. Um, people seem to like David Collins, my buddy, David Collins, mm-hmm. uh, who I was on his show and, um, people seem to watch the episode I was on that has, uh, you know, based on his, uh, other view counts, some decent numbers. So go check out David Collins, 30 minute half hour show. Um, and then hack ride messages me and says, Hey, I like David Collins a lot. I reached out to him and I thought to myself, Ooh boy, as I'm reading this message, I thought, Ooh, Ooh, goody. Maybe Hackride took some initiative and is trying to get David Collins in the fold. He said, I reached out to David Collins. I'm trying to get him to be Bob Levy's newsman. Oh, God. <laughs> and I thought, why even tell me? <laughs> why couldn't he be our newsman, Hackride? Hey, hey Mike, I'm going to steal a character that you presented. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, now, the only re- here's the only reason I mentioned this. Take him to the Levy verse, I guess. <laughs> if you want, that's fine. Yeah. But the only reason I mention this is uh, I tried to you know, beat him to the punch. I messaged David Collins. And uh, I say, hey, man, really uh, enjoyed the show. And I went back and watched other episodes. Like I watched uh, Andy Malafarina was just on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Vinnie Paulino's episode. So I've, I've checked out other episodes of his. And I messaged him and say, hey, man, uh, enjoyed being on. I, you know, I'm a fan of the show now. I've checked out some of your stuff. And uh, would love to collaborate in the future at some point. And he responds, this is where, like, if it's either it's not a character or he's Andy Kaufman or something. Because he goes, collaborations can be good for both parties. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I'm like, just 
give me an answer here, man. Drop the shtick. I've never tried to have a conversation with you. I've never seen you want someone to love you back so much in your life <laughs> than this kid. He just won't answer me. Uh, I, you know, I like the idea that Hackride's trying to book him and you're like, just you and him battling in the DMs trying to get this kid's attention. And he won't answer either of us. Well, that's the thing is Hackride said he's given him the same runaround where Hackride's demanding he break character and he won't. <laughs> he knows all about breaking character that Hackride does. So someone get to David Collins, tell him I want him. He needs to be here. Maybe he can hitch his star to Bob Levy, which I'm sure that's going to take off any day, but could. I like Bob Levy and Hackrad's put me in a position where I have to hate him now. I feel like we need to go to war with him. We have to be, yeah, we have to be in a podcast war with the guy. It's been a while since we had a podcast <laughs> war. Uh, um, Drew P. Balls, 10 bucks. The Thanksgiving special of Blind Mike Project. I got my stuffing. Clearly Craig ate before and skipped the Ozempic for the occasion. Well, that's just not nice. Have you put on a few of the uh, Ozempic tones, Beck? No, I, got, I just got my hair cut too. I look good right now. Are you not wearing a hat? People don't like that. No, I'm wearing a hat. Don't worry, everybody. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anyone's meal this Thursday. Good. Yeah. We do have a. We you know if you guys are good, we have a little Darman Thanksgiving. It's a short one, but I thought it would be a nice note to go out on for the Thanksgiving season. Uh, so if you guys behave yourselves, maybe we'll uh, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, let me tell you, for goodness' sake, to go to blindmike.net. If you're thankful for all the the work that we do throughout the year then support the show by any means necessary, whether it's you know liking, subscribing, leaving five-star reviews, all that good stuff. Telling a friend, share it. You know, if you know people that might like the program, tell them to check it out. Same with Why Are You Laughing and Who Are These Socials. All the links are at blindmike.net if you want to support the show for free. Or, you know, if you have the means, put a few bucks in our pocket, for God's sake. Subscribe on, uh, you can become a YouTube member. I will say YouTube takes 30%, so Patreon's probably a little better. And to get more on Patreon, Mm -hmm. including uh, me and Carl will be collaborating. There's something that we should have been covering that I I don't think we can, but the public wants us to. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute. But what we are covering, me and Carl together, there's no WATS this week. Instead, we'll be reading uh, an excerpt from, uh, or listening to an excerpt from Julia Fox's book. Which, if you watch Who Are These Socials, I'm sure will be very well written. She seems like an astute author. Yep, definitely. So uh, join the Patreon or become a YouTube member and uh, support the boys. Blindmike.net is where that is. Uh, You can also support Craig, verygoodshow.org. He's got a gay murder podcast called Rubbed Out. (laughs) Yep. And uh, he does a very good show with his his peeps, his posse. Yep. And uh, I hear, really... Puts maximum effort into all things very good show is what I'm hearing. Yeah, back to regularly scheduled programming this week. Uh, no longer sick, you know. So I, I put in the effort for this show and this show only. I'll say I always enjoy the tweets from Box Eating Dad about the progress of very good show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he makes sure just to be like, just so you know, I like you as a person. I'm like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> this almost makes it worse. <laughs> I think he's keeping you honest and yeah. I uh, I respect and appreciate that. He can do whatever he wants. Uh he'll Billy killed uh Billy Kidman 2 bucks for the war effort. Thank you sir. Um uh Turbo 7049 5 bucks. I thought I was a fan of Craig, but after uh Kirk's mics and will well-reasoned arguments, I've changed my mind plus the whole map thing. <laughs> I like that that was kind of pushed him over the edge. Yeah, yeah. That it's was like, it. eh, he is a, you know, minor attracted person. It's just not true. But, 
but those aren't always bad. Well, the thing about you people in that community is it's kind of commendable because you're, you control yourselves, right? Isn't that the idea? Uh, I like of age women personally. Um, I was avoiding the school bucks. <laughs> Third grade elementary school. <laughs> They know never when, gets old, folks. <laughs> yeah, sure, it does. I, I think it's pretty old right now. Uh, all right, we got to get into Matt Rife oh, because we we've been teasing this special. We played the t- and oh, we were all giddy to make fun of this poor bastard. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay, my friends. Nope. I don't think we're going to be doing it, or are we? I don't know. I don't know how to feel because I've been getting roped into these things where I think I get cl- too close to situations. Yep. This is what happened with stuttering John and this goddamn IQ test where I had no interest in taking the fucking thing. And then he kept needling me about it. <laughs> and finally I said, all right, I'm taking it. And then he's like, all right, you do all the work. And I was like, you son of a bitch. You got me. <laughs> That's right. With Matt Reif, I got all hyped up. I said, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. It's going to be abysmal. He just released a special six months ago, and all of a sudden there's new material? This is going to be so much worse than the last one. I was, I was waiting for it to be awful. I watch it. It was fine. It was fine. In fact, I even, I made this noise a couple of times. I did the same thing and I felt guilty. I, like, I did it a few times. Yeah. I wasn't rolling on the floor, but I gave a couple. <laughs> that's not, you know, that's clever. It took me by surprise. I wasn't a, expecting that. Like if for his YouTube specials, if, uh, you know, you, the lady brings you to the show and you see that, you're going to be like, man, that's kind of like a waste of the night. But if we went and saw this Netflix material, I've been like, that wasn't so bad. I had it was fun. fine. Yeah, it was whatever. And here's the thing. If that special was the material that was out there, I'd be like, whatever. I don't get it, but the, maybe it's for the girls, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just all his other stuff was so empty. And this is what I talked about with Matt Reif is he's 28 years old. He has a, plenty of time to grow as a comic. I just don't understand how he's selling out arenas at $800 a ticket. That's what mystified me because it all seems so generic. But here's the rub, Craig. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this yet. Yep. Matt Reif fans are turning on him. I didn't know that. If you go on TikTok, every fucking comment is, hey, it seems like this guy can only do crowd work. and This all sucks. And he brought that up at the end, which I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Here's where we get into the, uh, maybe there's something to make fun of with this special. Mm -hmm. So we can't play anything, right? Netflix Netflix sodomizes your mother if you... Play their content. Yeah, and I like my mom very much, so I don't want to do that to her. Yeah. Craig says if you change your policy to, you know, people of the opposite age, he'll be with you. He'll film. I don't think I ever said that. So we get to the end. And like I said, it was fine. It was whatever. I'd even call it solid for a 28-year-old. We get to the end, and he gets into this speech about the haters and literally saying that all the people that criticize people online deserve to die which Which, i felt a little attacked in that moment i kind of enjoyed it though i i kind of didn't hate Uh, that i i didn't love it but it was okay whatever like i'm sure he gets a lot of shit if he wants to address it that's great right that's kind of the angle i was looking at it as sure whatever here's the moment that i truly hated okay 
is when he gets to the, to the end of this speech, which there are really virtually no jokes. It's a serious kind of Carlos Mencia type closer. Yep. And then he ends with, but what do I know? I just do crowd work, right? Yeah. Drops the mic and walks off stage to a standing ovation as if comedy just changed. So I have a take on this as well. I, okay. I was like, oh, don't do that. Then... He's like, I don't do crowd work. <laughs> and then he puts a montage of him doing crowd work. That was a little weird, too, where the whole it seemed like by the end, I didn't even it, did, it didn't dawn on me that he wasn't doing crowd work because my right. issue with the last special wasn't his crowd work. It was that the material was so empty. Literally, he opens with like gay dudes stay in the gym and they like fashion. Yep. So it's the emptiest, like, 90s material you can imagine. So that's what I was more focused on. It's like, oh, he's being more personal and actually telling stories from his life. He's growing as a comic. It didn't even dawn on me that he wasn't doing crowd work. And then he kind of reveals at the end, like, well, I showed you. <laughs> but I, I really hate that where, like, Carlos Mencia ended his special with, like, hey, man, like, if we all just got along... And he gives this speech, and I forget what the exact line is, but he's like, and here's the thing. And then he walks on off stage without answering. And then you're like, you at home are supposed to be like, what did he mean, man? <laughs> That's deep. So his message to the haters, like, but what do I know? I just do crowd work. That's what you would think. Like Dave Chappelle, after he just changed minds, could end a special with maybe. Yeah, and his crowd work in the last one was like he walks on stage and he goes, "All right, let me look at you." And he looks at the gayest looking guy I've ever seen. He goes, "Let me guess, gay." And the <laughs> right, and right. the place explodes. They go nuts. But what I'm saying with this ending, where he's like, but "What do I know?" Mm -hmm. You would think it was this long philosophical hour where he's you know, talking about politics and humanity and social change. Nah, he talked about, talked about ghost hunting. I was going to say, dad. though, I was going to say, though, after we talked about him being on Rogan, you were like, he should talk about that on stage. Yeah, he, and, listened, he listened to me. And he did. Two weeks ago, he decided, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put this in my special. Thank you, Mike. I didn't. I don't know why I did that. I made that noise, that huh, noise that we were talking about when he said uh, uh, dead American kids. And made it sound like uh, this school sucks. I don't know why, but that that one got me. I thought that was kind there, of funny. There were a couple of jokes that were okay. I will say it bothered me that there wasn't a disclaimer. I didn't know if I was about to be offended. That's true. And that was jarring to me because I was like, oh, what do I expect here? That's true. School shootings so, are no joke. So that was a little rough. But yeah, overall. But that's the interesting thing about this is I was like, huh, not so bad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right. All right, TikTok. Move over. Make room for Mikey. He's coming into the Matt Rife fan club. And everyone on TikTok is like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? What? He's still selling out. Didn't he just film where Chris Rock filmed uh, Bigger and Blacker? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I just thought it was funny that I saw a lot of reactions like, um, maybe this guy only does crowd work well. So I don't, I don't know if we are too close to this. Uh, because everyone that like responded when I, t I tweeted out that I was watching it and everyone was like, no, it stinks. I had to shut it off. This guy's trash. Well, I, got, I got the opposite. I got people being like, it wasn't bad. 
Maybe we do have to do the the watch along and just get the live just chat. to decide whether or not it's good. <laughs> yeah, like Carl will keep us honest. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Carl will go in. Carl will hate it. That's the thing is I don't think Carl will admit if he likes it. Ooh. You know, like that's his that's his whole shtick. This guy with his wacky podcast. You know what, hating po- he, the, the truth is he subscribes to have those podcasts that he talks about. He actually is a fan, but he knows he knows the business. You that's know, right. that's right. That's right. I, I mean, I want to know what Carl thinks and I want to know what the live chat thinks in the in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a, there's a thing I've heard Joe List talk a lot about this where like he'll go to see a movie and you're just in the right mood for whatever Correct. reason. And you leave the theater and you're like, this was the greatest movie ever. Many saints in Newark. Me and you were blowing the shit out of that movie. As yeah, soon as it I, was could over. Just, I think because I was in a mindset where I knew we were going to talk about it right after. Yeah. And like, I just liked some of the soprano things about it. I was, Hey, that's fucking, that's sill. <laughs> That like when we got on, I was like, it was great. <laughs> and then the more people pointed out how terrible it was, I was like, that's a that's a good point. Because I think we I think we were in um uh I think KMS did a Sako show like right I after. I think it was the next night. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I remember we saw Clemmer and he broke it down and I went, Oh, god damn, you're right. That Just movie- everyone. The points that everyone made, I there's nothing I refuted. I was like, Yeah, hey, you are right. <laughs> yeah, you are you are a thousand percent correct. I am wrong. I am sorry. Cause you know what it was? I didn't even like notice it in the moment, but when Uncle June goes, your mother's cunt twice in the movie, the stretch. Oh, that's actually the only thing I did hate watching it even. Yeah, I know. But like the whole movie was like that. The only thing I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, we, we just missed yes. how often they were doing that. Correct. <laughs> but um, the only thing I liked was Gandolfini's kid. I thought that was like a cool twist. That and was part of it too, is I was like, hey, he looks like Tone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we got uh, swept up in the Matt Wright hype. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about anything anymore. So you guys let me know how I should feel, and then I'll change my opinion accordingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a special, I do think I have solid opinions on. I haven't even watched yet. I've just seen the clips. I haven't seen. I thought you watched. I was ready to hear all about it. Because I think. Well, here's it, the thing is, I don't want to give Chris D'Elia money. Yep. Uh, especially when I know that once he's done bilking these people he's gonna put it on youtube for free and he's gonna go in, in three months and he's gonna go back to like uh you know t- talking to women of young young women again i believe right and that's when craig will be back on board no but no my point is uh so chris Dilly has uh, released a few clips from this special some of them we saw snippets of in the trailer mm-hmm. but uh we get a little more in depth we get the full you know the, the full context for some of these lines we saw in the trailer. And uh, boy, it seems brutal. It doesn't seem great. Um, you want the crying one first? Uh, yeah, sure. So I actually, I mentioned this, I think, last week. Correct. Where Chris D'Elia talks about, like, hey, he had a son right before all this controversy went down in 2020. For those of you that don't know, uh, a litany of women came forward and said that Chris was grooming them or talking to them uh, when they were underage. And I said, uh, Hey, there's no proof here. And then eight months later, he made an apology where he's like, I apologize for cheating on my wife. (laughs) And I said, Hmm, something's not adding up here. Maybe this guy's guilty or something. I think you missed part of the uh, problem there, Chris. And then the Chris D'Elia problem came out 
that really exposed some of the ugly truth <laughs> or, you know, who knows? Maybe it's uh, half truths. I don't know what's in that documentary, but it all seemed pretty solid. And Chris has never acknowledged its existence. You don't so. make that. You don't make that face when you find out people can record Snapchats unless you're guilty as hell. Well, not even that. Here's my thing is Chris in his apology didn't acknowledge anything he was accused of. Mm-hmm. Then when the documentary came out, suspiciously went to rehab, but didn't acknowledge the documentary's existence. Also hasn't acknowledged, like he does a podcast, he does multiple podcasts uh, with multiple different people every single week. Yep. And never acknowledged that there was a Rolling Stone article saying that the FBI was investigating him. So, and doesn't, he doesn't address that. Why? If you're a completely innocent man, as you portrayed in this special. Let's also not forget when he went away for rehab, he didn't do his podcast forever. And the first one we came back was with his wife and they're like, oh my God, the holidays are so great. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So what I think these clips prove is a lot of people wanted Louis CK to talk more or talk in a different way about his controversy. And I think these clips show why uh, Louis, a uh, mind like Louis said, that's probably not a good idea because I could look like a real asshole. And, and Chris D'Elia went out of his way to prove that in this new special. And Louis, which Louis, what do we Louis, know what it's called? Chris D'Elia special. Uh, I oh shit, I do. Hold on. Um, but Louis did it in the funniest way possible. He just had a, a giant "I'm sorry" thing in the background, which is very funny. Yeah, well, even in the first one where he does address it, like he did it in a way that was funny first. He didn't make a serious thing. Whereas the vibe I get in these clips, it, it this seemed more like a rally of, uh, of angry men that are like, fuck these bitches, Chris, we got your back. Uh, it's called grow or die. Grow or die. That's right. He's done so much growing in the last three years. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, let's, let's, let's play some of grow or die from Crystalia single day my son has cried every single day for three years every day for three years of his life every single day for three years my son has cried and it's crazy because over the last three years i've cried every single day okay and yeah now why is that chris can i ask why what happened three years ago that made you do that he feels bad about what he's done so he's crying because he feels shame was it that people came after you for a joke, like you tweeted something or they dug up old material and took it out of context? Or was that you have been multiple times accused of rape? Or grooming at, at best. Well, no, no, because I that's, again, the thing is I, that I said at first. In that uh, Rolling Stone article, and I believe it's in the documentary as well, one of the girls says, and this is an accusation, maybe it's false. If you want to say that the accusations are false, okay. But one of the accusations that Chris has never addressed is that a girl was crying as he shoved their dick in his face and he said, do what I say and everything will be all right. That's right. I actually forgot to me, about that. To me. And who am I? I'm not the authority on sexual assault. Mm-hmm. To me, that sounds like good old fashioned, honest to goodness rape. But, <laughs> it's the letter of the law. But I'm just one man. I'm not a judge nor a member of a jury. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let's continue. Let's he'll, he's about to tell us why I think, or tell us what he wants. Yeah, yeah, for different reasons, you know. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, I want my fucking career back, asshole. What do you know asshole. about pain, man? Eat your Cheerios, <laughs> asshole. You see how adult he talks to children? <laughs> it's interesting. Him and his his son are just best friends because they're the same age, mentally. Asshole. Your life is chill. You don't even wear pants half the time. 
Neither do you. I used to be like that around young women. I was in a Triceratops shirt. That's your outfit. That's a chill outfit. <laughs> Grow or die. Okay, baby. so as you see, there's not there's not a punchline really. It's just a clip of him going, I I want to be accepted again. Will you guys accept me, please? Can I go back on Joe Rogan and like be back on NBC? Like, can I have these things back, please? <laughs> so um this, we have we have three clips from this uh, special here. Yes. This next one is probably my favorite one. Oh, um, it's where he compares what he did to murder, which is very fun. Well, it's interesting because yes, again, like, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a, a person that's been, you know, canceled for their words, but, uh, Shane Gillis, let's say it's the first one that comes to mind. Shane Gillis was, um, put in an article and I believe the three pick people they used in the picture were correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, and Shane Gillis. Yep. Or I think Cosby. Maybe Cosby. Cosby was in there too. Yeah, maybe. It was it was it was like these are the men that Shane Gillis was put. If Shane Gillis said, like, hey, I didn't fucking murder anybody. <laughs> I made a joke. I made a, a a silly joke and used a racial slur on a podcast. Correct. That doesn't to me that doesn't seem equivalent to murder. Nope. I got your back, buddy. I agree. Mm-hmm. We'll see you February 23rd. Oh, did you get now, tickets? What? What's that? Did you get tickets? Because I know they were. I did. Ooh. I did. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can meet the young bull that weekend. But uh, if you want to say like, hey, you know, people are acting like I murdered somebody. Now, what Chris is being accused of in many people's eyes is like right below murder. Honestly, in jail, it's treated way worse. Some some people say worse. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to live with that pain. Because not only... I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's an argument. Because not only is it rape, but you're also fucking with kids. And that's a double whammy that people in jail just don't appreciate. That's what, everyone, that's what all of Craig's neighbors say. Every that's single... Just, t- it's not true. Every I'm, single school day. I, hey! I'm neighborhood watch, man. I'm protecting these people. <laughs> So, yeah, let's see uh, Chris's false equivalency bit. We watch a bunch of Netflix, and then we stop watching Netflix the day Netflix coming out of a bunch of shit. (laughs) Listen, it was a woke move, but it was a business move, and for that, I understand. But let me just tell you one thing about it, all right? Let me tell you, one of the things that Netflix cut me out of was an episode of a TV series, and another person in another episode of that same TV series was Caitlyn Jenner. Now, listen, all right? I think, I I assume he's talking about Bert Kreischer's show, The Cabin. That's the only one I could think of. Oh, that's right. That they would would both be on. That's right. Right. I need to see his episode of The Cabin now. Now, let's see here. Because if he's saying, uh, if he's saying Caitlyn Jenner shouldn't be, (laughs) it'd be great if he was like, and Netflix left this trans person (laughs) (laughs) just besmirching God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's see let's see his point here he doesn't like the Caitlyn Jenner is yeah, in this show. Yeah, this one's blatant <laughs> if you know this but Caitlyn Jenner fucking killed someone okay she killed someone she killed someone google it she killed someone and she's in the thing and I'm not in the thing dude she killed someone she ran a dude over that guy died I like, I like 
I don't, I have, we do why are you laughing and a motto of mine is who needs punchlines? Mm-hmm. Why not just yell facts? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in different tones of voice and different cadences. He killed someone. He killed someone. I like the second he killed someone the best. That was yeah. my favorite. He yeah. killed or she killed someone. Whatever. The, the election was rigged. The election was rigged. Hey, actually go back a little bit. Is he saying he? Uh, that's a great point. I didn't catch that. Let me, let's check. We could cancel this motherfucker all over again. We And we really should. <laughs> was Caitlyn Jenner. Now listen, all right? I don't know if you know this, but Caitlyn Jenner fucking killed someone, okay? She killed someone. Nope. She oh, killed no. someone. Google it. Right. She killed someone! Hey, at least he uses the right pronouns. Yeah. You, know, you gotta give him that. He's, you know, he's walking on eggshells there. Okay. And she's in the thing and I'm not in the thing! Dude, she killed someone. She ran a dude over. That guy died. He's still dead. His family... His family's sad. Yeah, so that, sad. That's, that, that's the big laugh of this, I guess. He's still dead. He's still dead. Get it, guys? Because he didn't come back to life. <laughs> he didn't come back to life. What a, R- what a card this guy is. You know, remind the family, too. And she's in the thing, and I'm not in the thing! Listen, we all make mistakes, but... His inflections piss me off so much. Well, there's not a punchline here. The, the joke is the inflection. If you read this, they would just be statements. And hey, maybe that's part of comedy is your delivery and everything. Uh, but his is terrible. So that's, awful. that's where he loses. was murder. And Chris, yours was rape. Rape, grooming. That's uh, what you're not. Okay. Pedophilia. You ever heard of also, it? Also. Also, she wasn't accused of murder. It was manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner didn't pull a gun on someone. <laughs> it was vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. Which still, that's, you know, you should pay the penalty and all of that, but you should be put in front of a jury of your peers. <laughs> so I understand his overall point, but I don't think it was murder. It was not premeditated. He got his facts from probably that South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, Chris. Again, you can say like, hey, they didn't take the murderer out. But what they did do on Netflix is take the accused sexual assaulter out. Yep. Who in many cases was playing a rapist on some of these shows. And also Caitlyn Jenner was like, yeah, I did that. I feel horrible. It was an accident. That's what you got to do. Now Caitlyn Jenner can be on any stage and I'm not going to make fun of her because she says, hey, oops a daisies. Own you know? it. I own it. We all make mistakes. Chris was like, guys, son of a gun, you got me. I've cheated on my wife. And boy, boy, am I busted up about it. Now, I'm going to continue doing it. I'm going to post selfie videos of me and the wife and the kid and talk about what a great dad I am, while I'm also sending pictures of my cock to (laughs) 16-year-olds. But hey, who among us? You know, glass houses, folks. If I get them a computer, they'll have sex with me in two years. So again, we have two clips. First, the first one, I guess the punchline was like, I want my career back, asshole. (laughs) And this one was, the punchline is, hers was murder. Mm -hmm. But what makes it funny is he goes, but hers (laughs) was murder. Uh, and the last, like if you put Chris D'Elia and Sam Kinison next to like their acts next to each other, and it was like one of these guys suffered brain damage when they were a kid. Yep. There's no way you're thinking, assuming it's Sam Kinison. Nope. Nope. Like Chris D'Elia seems like he's had traumatic head injuries by the way he talks and delivers jokes and gets tattooed. He gets the worst tattoos I've ever seen. Well, hey, the guy gets plenty of puss. You should be admiring that. Maybe you think about getting tatted up. 
Nope. I'm big, you know, big fear of hey, needles. I hate needles. Like my neck tattoo. <laughs> eh, my mom didn't want me to do it, but what do I care? <laughs> what do I care? I have cookies for dinner. <laughs> um, this last clip is him talking about the critics. Oh yeah. Well, he, I'm, this is pointed at us. I assume we've been critical of the man. A lot of other people have. So it's good to finally snap back at the critics, much like Bill Cosby again, by the way. <laughs> People it's always good to gonna, finally the people the people that have called you out for rape. It's time to finally clap back at these these naughty boys and girls. People always going to be mad, and I see that shit, man. I see it. I had to stop looking online, but I see it. You know, like there's a guy who uh, wrote an article the other day, and dude, he goes like this. It, it was like Chris Lee is back. Does anyone give a shit, dude? And my favorite, the article was <laughs> basically on. like funnier than anything we've played in these clips. <laughs> The headline, Crystal is back. Does anyone give a shit? It's very funny. That's way better than any joke Chris has told about his, uh, his horrible situation so far. Are you serious? Are we going to just let Chris Lee back? Seems like, dude, he, goes, he says, seems like a layup for comedy clubs not to book Chris Lee. My favorite, my favorite part hey, is. What a nerd, right? What a dork this guy is saying like, hey, we probably shouldn't let the rapist back. <laughs> it's probably like one of his like cousins or some shit too. What a, what a, what a fucking nerd, a dweeb who's saying like, hey, Chris Lee was, you know, soliciting young girls into his dressing room, buying them with wine and fucking raping them. Maybe, maybe comedy clubs should, should frown upon that. What a fucking four eyes this guy is. <laughs> this guy, this guy who doesn't drink and is very against it, just force feeds them booze. <laughs> Nothing weird about that at all that we, we should definitely condone at a comedy club. I was like this. We got to keep comedy clubs safe from Crystalia. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Oh, not- uh, hold on. Let me fill in the blanks for you, Chris. Yeah, let, know what he's talking. let him he's know. Saying, he's saying we should keep comedy clubs safe from the rapist. Is that a better way to say it? I'm sorry. Was- <laughs> hey, let's keep the rape. And I, listen, I know we used to talk about it a lot on this show. America is plagued with wokeness. Right. You know, it's enough of the, the PC police have run amok for far too long. But one place I'm okay with them stepping in is saying like, hey, let's keep the rape out of comedy. You know how you bad know? you know how bad the allegations have to be for this show to not defend you at all? <laughs> exactly. That's that's kind of my thing. <laughs> you know? We had his but, back for like, I think a week. Um, well, so before I started this show, like the summer of 2020, I was like, I don't get it because a lot of the allegations were from women in their twenties and it seemed like the, they were messaging with him back and forth Yeah, and it was kind of in like a friendly manner. And there were some examples and Chris posted these and later we found out they were edited, <laughs> but, uh, actually no, you know what, to be fair, some of the conversations on the other side were like edited and photoshopped as well. Well, we, we but, see we, we got them back already. We're on our way. <laughs> but, but like a lot of the accusations were that, uh, these girls like said, Hey, I'm 16. Chris didn't message them. And then two years later was found like talking to them again. And I was like, well, if they're 18, like he's a creep, but who really cares? Then the apology changed my mind on everything. Cause I was like, okay, this guy's hiding something. Yep. And then the Chris D'Elia problem by Kyle Anderson. Go check out the documentary, folks. That's where I was like, oh, okay. He's being accused of rape, like actual rape. These aren't fake. And he's not acknowledged. Well, that, but again, the thing, like, 
if the accusations are fake, if you want to tell me that, okay, I'm willing to listen. Chris hasn't said that. He no, said he, nothing he, about avoiding it. the topic altogether. Yeah. So like a when, when you, so if you look at someone like Portnoy, I completely believe that he's getting railroaded because he immediately does a very way too long PowerPoint presentation of all the proof. Oh yeah. Lenny Bruce court transcript type. <laughs> and, and as I'm watching, I'm like, all right, dude, wrap it up. I, I was like, well, if I was in his shoes, I'd be doing the exact same thing. Right. Dalia has acted like, Hey, Hey, these woke bullies are mad that I cheated on my wife. Right. No one cares about that, Chris. Nope. We you kind still, of assume you on your podcast and you're an asshole to her. No one's mad about it. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah. And then she says something that slightly annoys you and you get pissed at her. And then you don't. <laughs> and that's one of the things you don't cut out of your show. You leave that in. You know, be a, be a prick to your wife all you want. We're not mad about it. It's okay. <laughs> what we're, what we're upset about and what the, uh, the author of this article is probably hinting at is that, you know, keep just comedy club owners. Try and keep the rape out of, out of <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the rape and the true rape. And again, like I defended Louis CK. It's like, I, it seemed like those encounters were consensual and then the women felt weird about it later. Like that's, I, that's, I think a different story in the case. If you want to make the case of the workplace one, I'll have a conversation with you, but no accusation is that he was a rapist. And, and that's where I got annoyed. It's like the coverage was calling him a rapist when it just wasn't true. And the, the crazy thing is about Dalia is uh, Cosby had more defenders than him. Yeah, no one has really defended Chris Dalia. No, <laughs> no, no one thinks he's innocent. There's two people that have kind of by not condemning him and that's Callan and Schaub. We need to ask Judge Joe Brown what he thinks of uh, even this. even Theo Vaughn was like, I'm not. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And he. He's, All right. Sorry. Yeah. Let's let's hear him uh, pound this dork for writing <laughs> this uh, silly article. Like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm not Voldemort. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just a guy, and I'm no, just trying like to do better. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> you like Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, you know, like, oh. yeah, Jerry Sandusky, any of these, yeah, any yeah. of Craig's heroes. <laughs> okay. Grow or die. That was it? That was it. Again, there's no, where are the punchlines, Chris? This is a comedy special or a rally? Is he just trying to show that he talks about it? I, yeah, I guess that's the salacious part. Like, hey guys, I'm going to, I'm going to address it. It's going to come up. So buy it. Ooh. How much was the special? Do you know? I didn't look at that. 12 bucks or something like that. I'll find it. Uh, probably, probably worth us doing a watch along. But again, I think he's going to release it for free in like three months once he gets money from everybody. Yeah, we can you know? do that. Will he definitely won't have the technology to black out the screen if I'm trying to cast it though? That's for sure. Yeah, damn straight. You can't get around Craig. No, no. Unless you're on Netflix, then you can get around pretty easy. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's, you know, go, uh, go watch Chris Delia's white power rally where he's been, he's been canceled. He's the <laughs> victim. People that like lost their jobs because they posted vote Trump on Facebook and Chris Delia, same boat, same the exact same thing. Same exact boat. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've all had documentaries made about us where there's a litany of allegations. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's that's just cancel culture. It's one of these namby pamby liberals <laughs> with an axe to grind. That's right. Um, Mike from Providence, ten bucks. Mike, how nervous did you, how nervous did you get when Kirk was listening to Carl playing audio on KMS uh, when he started slightly mocking Kirk at the end? I was very scared for you. Oh, I didn't think he was like. I didn't think that was bad. I didn't either. Yeah, no, I wasn't particularly nervous. It was. It was. Uh, it was more like a compliment. He's like, I should be on top I of be more like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the super chats for now. We are live, everybody. I haven't said oh, that. Goody. I haven't said we are live in months. So that was nice. Um, all right. What's next? Where should we should we go to the return of a man who has been uh, out of our lives for far too long? But that deserves most of our attention. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've been talking. We hold auditions for, you know, the new Stuttering John. And a possible candidate could be the old Stuttering John. A man who was here long before any of these other schmucks online was Joe Matarese. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. Hmm, no, I don't think so. I thought you were going to go with uh, uh, someone who was very rude to you in Maryland. No. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll get the, that. We'll get to that fan eventually. <laughs> no, I wanted to talk, uh, Mr. Matarese because he has a podcast. I didn't realize he was back. I love this so much. He's one of the best things to talk about. So, uh, you know, I mentioned last week, our boy, Adam Thoreau, I'm taking all Carl's soldiers from him. Yeah. Our boy, Adam Thoreau reached out, told me about GD Fenderson. Now, uh, Japanese fart enthusiast, who a lot of the WATP fans may know, tells me, Hey, Mike. You're going to want to check this out. Joe Matarese is back. Joe, um, Japanese fart enthusiast, big in the uh, Blind Mike Project Discord. He's very active in there. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yep. I didn't even know he had a Discord. I don't comment much. I just sometimes, like, if there's a lot going on, my phone starts exploding, and it's always him. Uh, are there people in there? Yeah. Yep. I'll go, well, check that out, I guess. Get that get that buzzing. Yeah, reach out. I forget how to add people. Uh, I Come Buckets had to take a leave of absence, so I think I'm actually in charge of it, but I'm not Where's positive. Where's I Come Buckets been? Uh, some, I, I need some uh, mental time. Oh, well, I hope all is well. Yeah. He was always a rock. Always. Bucket, so always I, hope a rock. I hope he's all right. A soggy rock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Joe Matarese is back. If you don't know Joe Matarese, I recommend... Patreon. Um, Go back in the Patreon. The first Patreon episode we did was about Joe Matarese. We also did a free Why are You Laughing episode about uh, yep. uh, Mr. Matarese mm-hmm. and his uh, Fixing Joe podcast. Yep. Joe, oh, by the way, I should mention this. On Thanksgiving, I think we're going to release an old Why are You Laughing Patreon. Uh, if we can, if, if uh, Craig is uh, able to go back into the archives and dig it out. The uh, Pelican Brief with Carl. Yep. I think is the one we're going to put out on Thanksgiving. So if you're looking for something to live, you're traveling around on Thanksgiving or you're alone on Thanksgiving, whatever, mm-hmm. um, we're going to release an old Patreon episode. So uh, keep an eye out for that on Thanksgiving Day. It's a very fun one. Um, but yeah, one of the episodes we did early on was uh, Joe Matarese. And uh, this guy, I mean, if you... If you're new to Matarese, go check out the Porcelain documentaries. He, he did th- three documentaries about this guy, and they're all great. And one, and to Joe's credit, he joined for like three hours himself on. Yeah. Well, here's where Matarese is interesting and different than Stuttering John, and like guys like John clap back at the trolls and all, and get like really angry and pissed off. And Matarese would do that a little bit. 
but he like what's sweet about Joe is he's always in search of the like the why he thinks he can convert the trolls to being genuine fans or at least like respect them. He's like, if I if I could just get you guys to be fans of mine, what do I gotta do? What do I gotta do to win you guys over? Which is never a question you want to ask because they're not gonna be honest. These people are naturally fucking with you, Joe. Stop trying to negotiate with them. This the reaction you're giving them right now is why they do it. Yeah. So Joe is back with a, a podcast, and it doesn't seem like he's learned a ton. Because I fear he's making a lot of the same mistakes he made last time we heard from Joe. So he starts his show off with a monologue, right? Is that where we're beginning? Sure are. Okay, so we're going to listen to some of this monologue, and then I'm going to tell you what happens in following episodes, because I want to hear him talk about exactly how he's approaching this podcast. But uh, we start with, you know, much like all the Carson, Letterman, Conan... All the great talk show hosts have a monologue. Tom Myers, G.D. Fenderson. It's true. All the legends. And Joe is no different. Okay, my wife is a 47-year-old woman who loves... Okay, Taylor. hold on. But I just want to say, by the way, it just starts like that. I didn't, I was gonna, yeah, didn't leave this, anything out. This is literally the first millisecond of the new show. Okay is the first word he says on his podcast. Okay, so if you watch these documentaries that we were just alluding to, his wife comes up a lot and is a big problem. Oh, she'll come up today. We'll talk. Oh, about yeah. Her. No, but I'm just saying. So, so she's like, I don't like any of this, basically, in the past and all that. He You're just, wasting your time, Joe. He just starts <laughs> off talking about it. Okay. My wife is a 47 year old woman who loves Taylor Swift. I'm oh, he's got sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 goody. Oh. I was worried. I said, Joe, you're coming back to podcasting. You probably don't even have sound effects. Oh, we'll get to his producer. <laughs> loves Taylor Swift. I'd rather her love Justin Bieber. Oh, wait. She loves him, too. Thanks to my therapy and my anti Hold on, hold on, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Those weren't real people laughing. <laughs> or or jokes. The guy, the guy, like, he's reacting to the crowd. He's like, oh, you, your guy's reaction caught me off guard. <laughs> I will. He, he kind of chuckles at himself because he got big laughs on that. Yeah. From the soundboard. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, once this video is done, I'll give my final uh, assessment on this. But I have, yeah, whatever. I'll just hit point. Please. Continue. Thanks to my therapy and my antidepressants, I can handle her being a Swifty. But now she's also a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Unacceptable. <laughs> totally unacceptable. I'm a Hold th- I just want to listen to this monologue for nine hours. I'm in. <laughs> I just want everything Joe says to be followed with boo. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically like, it sounds like Hack Ride went to him too. Well, not, it does not even that because, well, yes, with the, with the, the sound the, effects and shit, sound effects and everything. Yeah. But it's also clear that like his producer just has a soundboard and used like whatever came on it. You know mm, what I mean? Like, yep. you know, sometimes they have like stock sounds. Oh yeah. The one I'm using had all of these. Yeah, yeah. This, this is just what came on the soundboard is these three drops they're playing after his his edgy jokes. <laughs> totally unacceptable. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Look, they beat us in the Super Bowl. <laughs> she should be happy Taylor didn't start dating the Cowboys tight end Jake Ferguson. 
Forget divorce. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. What? I'm not as tapped into sports as I used to be. What's the joke there? I have no idea. He should be lucky. Why? Cowboys are oh, like oh, decent oh, oh. this year, right? No, the, the joke is because he's an Eagles fan. That's their number one rival. Oh, oh, he'd beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. He'd beat the shit oh, out of his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You know what, Joe? I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Give her a good whooping if she roots yeah. for the Cowboys. Yeah. I understand, though. Your wife that pays for everything. Throw her out she, of the house. She's she's lucky. Yeah, the breadwinner of the family is lucky she's not a fucking Cowboys fan, that <laughs> cunt. She should be happy Taylor didn't start dating the Cowboys tight end Jake Ferguson. Forget divorce. That'd be grounds for murder. Jesus. I forgot that's actually what the joke was. Good Lord. So I have to assume, I was going to say this earlier. You bitch. <laughs> I was gonna, just a, in stabbing her in the chest. <laughs> yeah, he comes back from this little break here and he's just covered in blood. <laughs> How about them cowboys, you cunt? He's got like hair stuck to his shirt because of all the blood and everything too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to say, I think that had to have been purposely bad, right? Well, I don't know. What's that was that, that was the end of it. That was the whole monologue. That was the whole monologue. I forget it. Just can we hear the end of that again? Uh, we, There's a whole thing. You have to go through this rigmarole again. I have to go through this whole rigmarole again. Craig's excited to get rid of these clips. Well, because then <laughs> he never thinks I want to replay them. I, I have to. I know I should know better. Um, uh, here we go. Do uh, you want the end? Yeah, so, I mean, so, I forget how, does it go into an intro? What's the segue? It does, so, what happens is it goes, it just shows the logo, and then he just goes, the next clip is him explaining what the podcast is. Oh, boy. All right, yeah, so let's hear how this ends again, because this was the whole monologue. We didn't cut anything out. It was just like, I'm going to kill my fucking wife. (laughs) She's a Taylor Swift fan. (laughs) I didn't start dating the Cowboys tight end Jake Ferguson. Forget divorce. That'd be grounds for murder. I don't even know. I don't know if that was long enough to qualify as a monologue. Like if you mutter under your breath, like, okay, shit, I got to go to the grocery store at two o'clock. All right. Yeah, I'll be home in time. Is that a monologue? I guess so. Because that's about the same length of time that that monologue took. (laughs) Grounds for murder. Um, uh, Boo or five bucks. Craig, the Jake Ferguson joke is because he is dating a social media star, Haley Cavender. No, I think it's legitimately because of. I don't think Joe Matarese knows that. No, it's thank you for the five bucks, but you're wrong. Um, (laughs) I mean, he may, he might be onto something, but if he's right, that's a deep Matarese cut. um, uh, Murchison's mouse, five bucks. Um, Stuttering John Funeral had over 400 live listeners. Today is over 150. Don't spite your face, Mike. Hack Riders Unite. Hey, listen, I don't care. I don't care if we have less people. And it's more than 150. I, I listen to the John shit and it's just boring. I literally messaged Carl last week, and I believe I was placed on the pay no mind list. Because uh, <laughs> I, I said, like, hey, I'd like to be on the future point dabble point which is the round table that just, just me saying that is evidence that there's too much John talk going on. Yes. The round table discussion about John. I said, I want to be on it with Carl Shuley and Cardiff or whoever else and make a pitch for everyone to stop talking about John mm-hmm. because I think it would be hilarious to watch. John talks about how much he hates that, that stuff like that. Those guys are talking about them so much. Yep. I think it'd be much more interesting to watch how he reacts to no one talking about him. 
it would be great because he would lose his mind. Plus, we're going to get ahead of it because it will get old. Well, he's going to die eventually. <laughs> it will get old. Like he, yeah, like he I, so he's, I get the interesting thing with him and all of that. And mm-hmm. even this is talking about him more than I would like to. But like when I watch that show and he repeats himself every day and it's, you know, uh, Carl posted my book and Shuli ripped off Carl and uh, Bob Levy's a hack and Kevin Brennan's an asshole. And it's that every single day over and over and over again. You know, Vinny Paulino's a, a fat moonhead. Mm-hmm. We get how many times are you going to comment on it? So that's my point is I think it would be much more interesting to watch him react to no one talking about him. And, you know, if we get uh, 3000 views on a video instead of 4000, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. You know, right. it's not worth it to me to pretend to continue to be interested in that. You know, I agree. Uh, Bull or two bucks says I'm right. You're not, but you can continue paying us to tell us you are. <laughs> That's well, fine. He, he, but I'm not saying he's wrong about that. I don't think Joe Matteris knows that. No, it's the it's literally a, that joke was about the Cowboys rivalry and his wife becoming a Cowboys fan and him right. getting pissed and killing her. That's the joke. Because because if it was that Jake Ferguson's also dating a TikTok star. Why would she be lucky? Spoiler alert, 80% of athletes are dating TikTok, Instagram, whatever stars. That's just Why are how- you angry at Booler? I guess is the better question. No, I don't know. I just want him to keep paying. To, I'm keep, I'm going to keep arguing until he stops paying us <laughs> I, to prove his point. You seem mad at him. He could be right. I no, just Bo- don't know. Booler's my guy. I can talk <laughs> to him right. like this because he's my guy. Um, all right. <laughs> this is where the Joe Matteris we've all known and love comes back and he explains this show. Good. I'm glad you set this up because there was a very quick monologue. It was, you know, alarming how quick it was. It was startling. I wasn't even settled into my seat yet. Yep. And the monologue was already over. So it's going to need a little setup, Joe, if you can help us out. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what's going on here. And we are on. How are you, everybody? Welcome to the first, the very first, the Joe Mattery Show. Did you ever think I'd be back to podcasting again? You probably didn't. You'd probably be like, that dude's gone forever. Nope. I'm back. I am back. This is the official episode one. I'm right here on, uh, I guess uh, I could say the, no, I won't give the exact address, but I'm on 50. Yeah, that's, you know what, Joe, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> he goes, I'm not going to give the exact address and then does. <laughs> Joe, why would it even come into your mind to give the address? Who cares? There's a lot of things that we'll see that come up that have no reason. Hey, I'm a guy that's exclusively been trolled throughout my career. R- virtually the only attention I've gotten is people fucking with me. Should I say where I am every time I record? Hey, you know what? No. I'm glad he at least came to the right conclusion. Uh, Buller, two bucks. Why are you angry? I don't know. Yeah, I agree, Buller. I don't know why he got so worked up about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ask, ask more questions through... Uh... Oh, oh, yeah, fuckhead. <laughs> you don't know shit about Jake Ferguson, you bitch. <laughs> ask more questions through Super Chat. I'll read them. Buller, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I could say the... No, I won't give the exact address, but I'm on 51st and 3rd in New York <laughs> City. The... I, decided... I, mean, I mean, you go to 51st and 3rd and go, there's the building. You got to walk up and down the street, I guess, to find it. <laughs> so, and then you go, you go into like the lobby and you look at, you know, what's on what floor and you're like, all right, well, I guess it's not that law office. So it must be this other thing. <laughs> People will find you already. They also give the name of the studio. So it's like, yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. And as Joe's- we'll, 
We'll see the, so the the full name of the producer coming up. So he starts the podcast by threatening to murder his wife. <laughs> yep. And then doxes himself. <laughs> yep. And everyone We're involved. About a minute and a half in. Yeah. I wonder if Red Bar is enjoying this. I heard if it's even too much for him where he's like, enough, Joe, stop it. He's like, he's been murdered. We can't talk about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Right here on, uh, I guess uh, I could say the, and I won't give the exact address, but I'm on 51st and 3rd in New York City. I decided yeah, it starts, to- It uh, starts with a seven. I'll give you that. All right, no more breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> to do it the real way. You know, I was always podcasting from my house and doing Zoom podcasts, all that stuff, always, always from my house. All right, here's and- Joe's problem. And he's done this before. Mm-hmm. He's acting like now is the first time he's really going to do it right. This is always what Joe does. Go watch one of uh, Porcelain's documentaries. Yep. Because every time he's like, you know what? Now I'm finally going to do it right. I'm going to finally now do it I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to buy equipment. I'm going to get a studio. And that's going to change everything. What Joe is always missing is that there needs to be a good idea. And ideally a good host and personality on the show. <laughs> that's what Joe always seems to forget. It's the old, you know, he's running up to that football thinking, Hey, this is the perfect recipe for podcasting. Oops. Swing and a miss. <laughs> this is the one time it's not going to get pulled away from me. Yeah. Fin- it- finally. Now I know what we need. The reason that Joe Rogan is successful and uh, Alex Cooper and whoever else you want to say is at the po- top of the podcasting game. It's because they're in a room with professional microphones. Correct. And it's the only reason. He had, let's look at his logic. His wife hates that he does this to begin with. Yes. Uh, so he spent thousands of dollars on equipment. I've seen his equipment that he used at his house, thousands of dollars, and is deciding not to use it and go spend probably thousands more dollars to have somebody else record <laughs> a show that no one's going to listen to. You know, the, the producer's name is what, Mike? Something? We'll find out his full name because it's the most excited he's ever been to speak words is to say this guy's full name. We'll, we'll, we'll hear. Oh, is he a paisan? <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, can I say your name? And he goes, sure. And I think the guy thought he meant his first name and he just spits out his full name. <laughs> I was like, dude. I think, I, think his produ- I think this guy produces other New York podcasts. I think he's Paul Verzi's producer. This is, this is whoever owns this studio. I think it's his studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, anyways, let's... Uh, so he, he's figured out the recipe. Enough with Zoom and all this other crap. Uh, he finally figured it out. This other crap. <laughs> Having a room with four walls is really the recipe to a good podcast. That's right. There's a TV right behind my head. We're at a new point where... You got to do the podcast the real way. You got you got to you got to pay somebody to do it, and that that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm in a studio here with. Uh, he's not really going to be my co-host. I kind of look at him as my uh, my moderator. My moderator. You ever see somebody who's plugging a movie and they uh, they come on stage and then there's a guy on a chair with him and he's asking him questions or he's guiding him through Hold what on. information he wants. So you're going to be interviewed on this podcast? You're just going to have someone to talk to. This is his, his wife. Actually, maybe he's game. get the fuck out of the house, please. This guy. So this producer is James Lipton and you're... <laughs> I'm, You're uh, Kevin Spacey. I'm the subject. <laughs> All right. So the, so this guy is going to be his moderator. Keep Joe on track, apparently. <laughs> My favorite word is Adderall. <laughs> <laughs>
a uh, they come on stage and then there's a guy on a chair with him and he's asking him questions or he's guiding him through what information he wants to get out. And that's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> so this isn't a super chat, but this person is so correct in the chat. It says, okay, you got the shit. Just start the show already, Joe. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I, imagine <laughs> if I started every week and I'm like, guys, this is my microphone. Without it, you wouldn't be able to hear me. Yeah, Craig's going to be here to just guide me through the questions. <laughs> I have these headphones because Craig is going to play some clips and I'm going to need to hear them. Without headphones, I wouldn't be able to do that. Now, if you guys are hoping to have some classic Joe Matteris, this next clip is Do You Like Me? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, this is the one I was talking about, I believe. Yeah, so Joe to. is meeting this producer for the first time, it seems, and already he's begging for his acceptance. <laughs> Please just like me. So, uh, can I say your full name? Of course. All right, Mike Albanese. <laughs> He said he said full name, to be fair. He said, yeah, say your full name. I, I know, but I, just the fact that he knows what, what's happening, he knows how the people have been around him, and he knows like his wife and what she had to go through when they found out her name. Mike Albanese is at 53rd and 7th. You sound like a sauce that goes on rigatoni. You can so. find him any time of the day or night here. Just stop by. That's for Mike Albanese. I wish you could see how excited he is to say this guy's name. Oh, he's a fellow uh, fellow Italian. It's very exciting. So, uh, can I say your full name? Of course. All right, Mike Albanese. I, I, <laughs> we both are meeting each other for the My first friend. time. My <laughs> friend. Mike Albanese. <laughs> hey, guys, I have a new best friend. You want to meet him? The excitement and speed in which he just says it. Can I say your full name? Yeah, Mike Albanese. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he's so excited, but there's the information. I enjoy it. So, uh, can I say your full name? Of course. All right, Mike Albanese. <laughs> I, I, we both are meeting each other for the first time, but I feel like there's some sort of uh, normal connection. He seems like a good dude. You're the guy at the. Uh, the I, I like the what cut you of call his it, <laughs> I mean, I, I would go to war for this guy. He learned his name eight seconds ago. Me and him are going to take care of the neighborhood together. This Mike Albanese is like a brother to me. <laughs> Dude, you're the guy at the, uh, the I don't know what you call it, at the, at the ground floor here in the lobby when the I front had to desk. check in. The front desk guy, he seemed like. <laughs> He knew you pretty well, and he said you were a good dude. And then... Uh, <laughs> this is the thorough vetting Joe has done. You know He's that, shown up to a building. You know that guy that stands in the lobby just begging for tips all day, just hoping one day someone's going to slip some money in his pocket? He was pretty nice and said good things. Also, I'm certain the front desk guy's job essentially is to be like, uh, you know, Oh, yes, excellent. You'll love that. Have a great day. Hey, Mr. Albanese. <laughs> Can you imagine... If you walk into a building and you're like, hey, I'm looking for uh, Mike Albanese's studio, and the front desk guy is like, just turn around, man. As just, soon as he found out- You don't want to go up there. As soon as he found out this guy's name was Mike Albanese, he's like, I think if I call Sebastian, he might let me open for him again. I'll be like, I got another WAP <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah, so he's very excited that the front desk guy likes his new producer. That means a lot to Joe for some reason. Did he just want to say that he... Guy, get this, a front desk guy is friendly. <laughs> I think he just wanted to say that just to be like, guys, I'm recording in a place that has a doorman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, again, it's at 53rd Avenue and 8th Street. It was 53rd. In beautiful Manhattan. <laughs> front desk. Check in. The front desk guy, he seemed like... 
he knew you pretty well and he said you were a good dude. And then, uh, it's weird how you can tell somebody's a good dude pretty quickly. I don't know what you felt about me. You Did couldn't you tell. This is whole, we gotta get to that. But <laughs> you couldn't tell. The door guy said it. It's not a feeling you had. He said he's a great guy. And I went, I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he means I got a good feeling about this door guy. He's a straight shooter. He wouldn't, this guy wouldn't lie to me about <laughs> Mike Albanese. <laughs> I'm going to get this guy some Danish. This guy, if there's anything, there's two things I know. I would take a bullet from Mike Albanese. And I would trust this door guy with my life. I gave the door guy the key to my home and told him where my wife's bedroom is. That's how much I trust this fucking door guy. And then, uh, it's weird how you can tell somebody's a good dude pretty quickly. I don't know what you felt about me. Did you get a vibe? <laughs> <laughs> do you, Mike, do you like me? You wanna <laughs> Do you think I'm like cool or something? Do you want to go out for a little brujol later? What do you uh, what do you think? What are your plans after this? <laughs> Mikey, uh, I know a nice deli right. We don't even need to record. We could go around the corner. You know, get a couple of club sandwiches. Have a nice day. We're not going to any of those Jew delis either. <laughs> do you like me? Did you get a vibe? Uh, do you think like we're going to make it? <laughs> it's me and you versus the world, Mikey. So, yeah, we're already dating. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I don't know. I'm getting a vibe here, and I, I think we're gonna get a place in Vermont together, and <laughs> we're gonna split sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> do you do you like me? So far, he has done the world's shortest and worst monologue. Yep. Doxed himself. <laughs> outed uh, outed the door guy for some reason as a reliable source. <clears throat> And then pledged his allegiance to Mike Albanese. <laughs> the chat is being very funny right now with this. Can, <laughs> what can, I can we swap toys? <laughs> <laughs> can my mom ring oh. your mom and arrange a sleepover? <laughs> I have I have Chase from Paw Patrol. You want to play with him? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Albanese. Um, he comes. He comes home and talks to his wife. I met the coolest guy today, <laughs> and he only calls him by his full name. Oh, me and Mike Albanese had so much fun at the studio. He let me use his microphones. He introduced me to the door guy. <laughs> he showed me what happens when the when the board's recording. It was sick. He said. He said. I maybe he was just being nice. I don't know. But he said he got a vibe. <laughs> The door guy Poor said Joe. the door guy was so excited that I know Mike Albanese here. The big difference between Matt Reese and guys like stuttering John, you root for Joe. Yes. Like John's an asshole. Joe, you just want him like, yeah, so, man, I, I do hope this works. So the, the <laughs> I hope you and Mike are buddies. Yeah. And you get fucking uh, pasta for Jewel together or whatever. You and Mike you know? Al Albanese are going to take in a game together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. believe. I mean, I don't know if we have it, but Matarese is mystified. So this Albanese is from Philly. Mm -hmm. He's like, so you must be a big Phillies Eagles fan. And he's like, nah, not real. I'm not totally into sports. Like, I'll root for him. So you're telling. So 
you watch regular season games, right? And he's like, no. I, what I'm telling you is I'm not a sports fan, really. Are you fucking gay? <laughs> well, you, I don't, I don't understand. You root for the Phillies, right? He's like, I guess. Yeah, I'm from Philly. Like, he couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that this guy doesn't really care for sports. Yeah, and then at one point, too, I don't think we cut it. He's talking about how he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, that big a fan anymore. Meanwhile, this whole episode's been about like how much of a fan. It's about the Eagles and the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I used to know every player, and then he continues to like name them all. Yeah. Albanese doesn't know who Bryce Harper is, and Joe picks his Tonka trucks up away. He, he wants Albanese oh. to like him, so he's just starting to pretend like he doesn't like sports. We ain't we ain't playing together no more. <laughs> I only watch. Nah, Mikey games. doesn't like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one we have is uh, him being focused. Well, that's Joe's big problem. He's a little scatterbrained. He does a lot of these projects for, you know, eight to 12 weeks and then quits. Uh, We do have three episodes so far. We're three episodes in. He's been consistent. So maybe he's more focused this time. So, so uh, I guess we should get out right at the top with what this episode's going to be about. And each podcast wasn't at the top. They're going to, or just yeah, you we're like monologue, and then you talked about the front door guy. Yeah, so far we're tw- ten minutes into you getting to know Mike Albanese. <laughs> right kinda, at the top, after I've given the address of the building. Just so you know, you guys my, are probably already on your way here. But now let me tell you what the podcast is about. Just so you know, Mike Albanese, me and my wife, we're not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Tight you now when I'm doing these. Do you have a comfy couch? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going for like a 30 minute podcast where we talk about one thing. It's not we're we're not just shooting the shit about comedy. Just so you guys know, we're not doing that that you know formula everyone seems to enjoy. But but here's the thing about Joe. This has been every podcast he's attempted. Yes, yes, it is. Where he's like. We ain't doing the regular I interview a comedian thing. What we're doing is talking about one subject. He got, he had Sylvester Stallone lookalike host a show with him. We forget <laughs> he this. Th- he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing the hack thing of talking comedy with someone, which I, I agree with him. There's too much of that. It's oversaturated. That's fine. But unless you have good stories. I ain't doing that. What I'm doing is saying we're talking about one subject. For the entire time. That's never been done. <laughs> Ari Shafir, uh, 10 million other shows. Yeah. Are you garbage? Yeah. Fucking, you know what I mean? Like, that's what every podcast does. <laughs> or, you know, that kind of thing. And you know me. If you've been a fan of my, some of my prior podcasts, they're usually about a subject. But I wanted to call this the Joe Mattery show so I'm not locked in what each subject is. It could be anything. What? But He just said... <laughs> He just said it was going to be focused, and now it's anything. <laughs> I think what he means, I think, uh, I think he, so. He, what if he wants to do like like episode two? If he wants, could be like fixing Joe. Sure, and then episode three could be about abortion. I, I get what he's trying to say, but it's still about one topic, right? So he th- that's what it always was. Is he would talk about? He's doing the same podcast, but he feels freer because this is called the Joe Mattery Show. My, it's about respect. My name in the title has always worked out for me. <laughs> That's what's going to bring people here is my name. It could be anything, but each episode will be a will be about mostly one thing. 
And usually (laughs) by the end, he's like, it's all going to be about one thing. By the end, it's going to be about mostly one thing. (laughs) It's going to be about killing my bitch wife for rooting for the Chiefs. I'm going to run. I'm going to drive towards the sun setting with Mike Albanese (laughs) and the door guy. (laughs) I'm guessing it's going to be one thing. By the way, guaranteed eight episodes from now, the door guy is being interviewed. Oh, for sure. What's it like? You seem like a good dude. You were telling me you've seen Mike Albanese enter the building on multiple occasions. What was that like? The way you open the door is so smooth. How do you get your (laughs) technique down? And you, my, I am, I understand you greet everybody that comes in. Is that right? (laughs) But each episode will be a, will be about mostly one thing. And usually I'm guessing that's going to be one thing from my life. That's the way you're guessing. You're the host. I'm looking forward to his uh, his his breakdown of the Rico statutes in the next episode. <laughs> well, no, he he said it's going to be one thing from my life. That's way different than when he would talk about the medication that he takes, or he would talk about his marriage, or he would talk about the therapy that he was in. Now, finally, after all of that, he's going to talk about himself, which has been such a great formula. Yep. Let's let's see. So we got the next clip. You know. It's probably going to be the topic of the whole episode, you'd imagine, after that setup. Joe uh, should be hitching his wagon to someone else. Joe should be buddying up to somebody that can help him, rather than continuously trying to say, like, I'm doing it solo. Uh, People are going to come for the name Joe Matarese. Uh Yeman in the chat, wasn't he friends with Artie Lang back in the day? Yes, I actually... Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was on the Artie Quitter show a lot. Artie Quitter show a lot. And when I saw Artie at the Wilbur, he opened for him. How was he? Do you remember? He had one of the funniest responses to a heckler I've ever seen, actually. Do you like me? (laughs) Yeah, I wish it was like that. He was way cooler than that, actually. (laughs) Because he's like up there telling jokes. He's doing okay, from what I recall. And someone says something, and he just looks at him. And instead of like thinking of something funny, he goes, I don't know, something funny. It's just the way he said it was very funny. It actually, like, pretty much it hit. That real. is cool. <laughs> but like, before, like but now the door guy got a good laugh. <laughs> no, but, if, but if it was now, he'd be like, "Now, is it because of me that you decided to yell that out right what now? Was it, what was it that I do that made you yell out right? <clears throat> now? Do you think like this is a conversation we should be having in front of all these people? But it was just kind of like, I don't know, something funny. Meet up with me after the show, and we'll record your criticisms of me. You can sleep on my turn couch. Turn it into a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but uh, the next video is him explaining the monologue. Oh, good, because I was a little unsure. I, I, I was like, what is this? It's never been done before. <laughs> Look at that first piece as the joke, as if uh, there wasn't any. Uh, if you, you watched a talk show on TV, like The Tonight Show or Jimmy what? Fallon. Or, you know. <laughs> That's what you were going for? Maybe he's, you know what? Okay, now I'm starting to understand what the show's all about. What the show's all no about. Idea. Is the the Sorry, late night the late night ratings are so bad? He's like, I gotta get my tryout tapes in. Ah, he'll be the new uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, because Fallon reads his from his phone at the beginning of each episode of the Tonight Show. <laughs> well, Joe, I'm so glad you explained that because when I saw that monologue, I was like, Has this ever even been done before? And I'm like, Oh, jeez, late night does this? I thought you originated it. Wow. At least he doesn't take credit for starting it. Look at that first piece as the joke, as if uh, 
if you you watched a talk show on TV like The Tonight Show or Jimmy Fallon or you know or uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, if instead of them doing a monologue at the top, they lit- about current events, that the monologue would be about the host's life. So this will be one joke. That really would be so much better if instead of just the same rehash of Donald Trump jokes, uh, Jimmy Kimmel bitched about his wife. Um, I, I'm slowly, conv- I'm slowly convincing myself that he has a chance of getting the Tonight Show after Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and well, Craig, this video had about 400 views, so I wouldn't uh, convince yourself too much. It didn't even have that many, Mike. Uh, but how funny would that show be if he's just like interviewing Mel Gibson and be like, like and Mel Gibson's not into it. He's like, dude, do you like have a problem with me personally? <laughs> like in the middle of it, Mel, I ain't Jewish, you know. You understand that, right? <laughs> I'm a bison. Current events that the monologue would. Mel, be- in World War II, we were on your side. <laughs> we had your back. <laughs> About the host's life, so this will be one joke. Everyone will start with it. I just wrote that. Literally, like uh, on the way here on the train, couldn't I took tell. The train into New York City. It's about a thirty-minute. <laughs> Good. He just told us how focused he is. Yep. And then, you know, thirty seconds later, he's like, "Yeah, I just fucking vomited something out on the train, and then regurgitated it here." And it wasn't even topical. It was about Taylor Swift <laughs> and Travis Kelsey. Well, it was. It was about his wife, actually. Not even. Not That's even true. That. That's true. It's just about murdering his wife. Well, tell, tell us how you really feel about the way she thought about your previous work, Joe. <laughs> that, that was the greatest. Go watch the bonus episode we did or the porcelain documentary because that's what we took the clip from. Uh-huh. The clip, it's it's in a way heartbreaking and in a way like kind of empowering to women. There was a, It's a lot going on in, yeah. in one single clip because it's a woman who has watched this man All swing apart. and miss yeah. so, at so many pitches <laughs> and just say, Yo, what are you doing? My wife's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this poor woman. So, it was at the end of that clip? Nope. Okay, let's finish it up, and then I uh, want to tell you guys something about the future of the monologue. Tried for, tr- uh, ride from New Rochelle to Grand Central. So, Unless they loved the joke, then that's one that you've been working on for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There could that be an episode like where we take an old joke and we actually yeah. show the clip and it's from one of the comedy specials. And then we have a deep 30-minute uh, conversation about it. But this one <laughs> what? just happened last what? week, obviously. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. What? Was, we're going to watch. to tell me. <laughs> Every, here's the problem with Matt Arise, is he's a. Delusional? He's a visionary. Yeah. He's an idea man. He thinks big. And I'm not even being sarcastic. He he has a lot of grandiose ideas about how the future might play out. Mm-hmm. The problem is he thinks everything is an idea. Oh. Like him saying, you know what we could do for a monologue is play a joke of mine from years ago and then have a 30-minute discussion about it. <laughs> I kind of want to see that now. I mean, here's the uh, 30 minutes on growing up in Jersey. (laughs) Wow. The insight that could come from that. (laughs) Who knows? There could be an episode where we take an old joke and we actually show the clip and it's from one of the comedy specials. And then we have a deep 
30 minute conversation about it. But this one. 30 minutes how, on trying to watch the game when you're supposed to be going out to dinner with the wife. How, how deep of a conversation were you talking here, Joe? Here's what, I, here's what I was thinking when I was writing this. I was thinking my wife is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> but how do I make that funny? Well, what a segue to the next video. The next one is called The Wife. Well, hold, first I want to tell you, we talked a lot about the monologue so far. Mm -hmm. And he just told us he has a lot of big ideas for this monologue. That's true. Um, there have been three episodes. Yep. Would you care to guess in how many of them he did a monologue? Just this one? Yeah. Oh, God. He ditched the monologue immediately. <laughs> Never I'm gonna, did it again. I'm going to assume... I'm. Uh, I'm going to assume maybe the it's a monthly monologue. He's going to bring it back in a couple of weeks. The comments must have been like that monologue fucking sucked. <laughs> he was like, I'm just kidding. Why would I do that to Mike Albanese? Well, to, I, so I listened to the beginning just of both just to see if he did a monologue and he doesn't. Maybe he addresses it. I figured today we would go over episode one. And if you guys like Joe Matteries, if you want to keep hearing from Uncle Joey, then uh, we could go back to the episodes two and three uh, in the future. Yeah. But, you know, let me let me sound off in the comments if you like hearing from Joe Matteries. Because I know a lot of people, like, he was done to death. Red Bar kind of killed him, you know? Yeah. Red Bar spent a lot of time on old Joe. Porcelain did as well. So people might be tired of uh, Matteries, but he hasn't been talked about in a while. So you guys let me know in the comments if you want to hear more from the Joe Matteries show. Joe Matteries is one of those guys, though, that I'm like, we're going to talk about him for us. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I, I know that. I, but I also want the people to be invested, you know? All right. So far, we got more Joes. More Joes so far. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Uh, so now we're hearing about the wife, finally. I'm sure she's on board for this project. I'm sure she's very supportive and loves seeing yes. the money leave her, her account for this studio. <laughs> oh, that, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Is that clearly she's paying for the studio. <laughs> clearly. I mean, like, he, at least before he was doing gigs pretty regularly. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's the weird thing about Matt Arise is I can't get a gauge on his career because, um, so we did, uh, it's on Patreon now. It'll be out uh, after Thanksgiving uh, for Why You Laughing. Excuse me. We did uh, the roast of Patrice O'Neill, and we didn't play this clip because it didn't make any sense. But they, someone mentions Joe Matarese at some point. I think Norton makes a joke about Matarese. So he's been in that circle of comics for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And yet hasn't like broken through in any way. Hasn't been able to be a regular on any of these podcasts or anything to promote. It's weird. Like hasn't been a consistent opener for anyone except maybe Artie, who Artie's obviously done. The, so I, I don't know. It's it's strange the Matteris trajectory. The one thing he could have done to continue making tons of money is if he did the fixing Joe style, where he had Artie and Anthony and Norton on with different comics every time that just come on and make fun of him the whole time. Would have been on him, yeah. It would have been one of the most popular shows ever. Here's the problem with that, though. To be to be fair to Joe, and he got scared and didn't want to do that. But it's hard to find like. Anthony, Artie, and Norton are the the best, probably the three best at that. If you're going to have comedians or New York guys on um, to to bust someone's balls, mm -hmm. those might be the three best. Like the episode two, you could have Voss and Colin Quinn and you know a couple other guys. But like 
the list is not very long of guys that will naturally come on and roast the shit out of you when you're the host of the show, you know? Right. I just like the idea though, of the, the crowd and him not knowing how to act. And it was just, it would have just been very funny. The problem is you guys aren't married. That's why you think this is all so funny. I have a doctor wife. Fuck all of you. <laughs> but uh, here he is talking about his wife. He's like doubling his yardage when she's in the stadium. My wife, of course, has the games on, and I just started ripping on her, you know, because. That's good. She paid for the TV, by the way, but that's good. (laughs) Started ripping on her. (laughs) The only reason you have fucking cable is this woman. But This this woman, you know, he's watching a TV that she paid for with cable that she's paying for, eating food. Watching football, by the way. Eating food. What's to bitch about? Yeah, eating food that she probably bought and made. And he's like, you're watching the Chiefs, you fucking cunt. I like if Alba came in and was like, "Hey, let's watch the Chiefs game today," I wouldn't be like, "You, you stupid bitch! Why would uh, I do oh, that?" Oh, you! Oh, am I going to talk about this on the show? <laughs> He's like doubling his yardage when she's in the stadium. My wife, of course, has the games on, and I just started ripping on her, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> you think those pants look good, you fucking cow. <laughs> Like he just starts trashing the fuck out of her. You're a terrible mother. <laughs> These nachos fucking stink. You know, I'm really going at her. <laughs> you're, you're a terrible mother. That's very funny. You guys don't know this if you're first time watchers or listeners, but my wife likes a lot of This is the first episode, music. by the way. Yes, the first episode. Literally is- everyone is a first-time watcher or listener. Listeners, <laughs> but my wife likes a lot of bad music. <laughs> like, and I've had stand. Can I say, by the way, maybe it's like the cool Taylor Swift is not bad music. <laughs> no, like maybe it's not for you, but like she's a great artist. <laughs> there is at least one song that everyone will like from her. Right? Yeah, and she. I mean, like, like it seems like she's a tremendous performer. It's not like. It's not, uh, you know, EDM or something where you can be like, that's not music. These kids today, like she's a genuine music. Even if you don't like her, that's fine. But it is music. Have you ever seasoned a piece of meat in your life? You useless hag. (laughs) Sinatra. Now that was music. You bitch. (laughs) Put on some Tony Bennett and make me some fucking pasta. You whore. Salt. Add salt. It's about her making me go see you two by myself. That she bought me one ticket because she didn't want to go. <laughs> she bought me say, one I ticket. It. I love this fucking lady. <laughs> she's the best. She is unbelievable. She's the greatest. She, she's the biggest troll of all. She probably subscribed to Red Bar. <laughs> she is such a nice person and he's such a dick to her. It's not even funny. I don't want to go, but I know you do. And I know you have no money. I'll buy you this ticket. Here's one ticket, bozo. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking jerk off. Go sit alone. Yeah, take public transportation. (laughs) Making me go see you two by myself. That she bought me one ticket because she didn't want to go because she didn't like you two. And uh, I definitely had a bit in my act. I I probably should have had that pulled where I was like, well, don't you enjoy watching me enjoy something that I like? Imagine, imagine that mindset. Don't you enjoy watching me enjoy something? I I get it, kind of. What? 
Well, if you like with someone, you kind of you like when they're in a good mood. You like. Hey, hey, baby, get in here. The Patriots are about to win. Look at the expression. That's not what I mean. I sort of look at him in all his glory. I get it. I get it. Like being like, all right, but that's just like shit. You can going to a U2 concert is not one of those things I would count, but like, you know, like, oh yeah, you're in a good mood. You like that. Like, I like when you're happy type yeah. thing. Yeah, no, you're right. When I go to see Joe List, I <laughs> face the stage and Alba actually turns her seat towards me to be like, look at him enjoying. She even puts, she puts earplugs in. She doesn't care about the jokes. Oh. She's like, look at him. Look at this man getting some laughter. Yeah. When you put it that way, I guess you're right. <laughs> Don't you want to see me enjoy this? I'm trying. I'm trying to be a romantic over here with Joe. <laughs> it's. I think it's the perfect description of Matarese's existence. <laughs> that he went alone to a U2 concert and certainly just nudged whoever was next to him and was like, "This is my birthday gift. <laughs> I'm here for my birthday." <laughs> you know, in the future, I'm going to come with to these with Mike Albanese. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure his doctor wife would really get a lot of enjoyment after out of a 55 year old man liking a concert. He said hello, Ooh. hello, Ooh, goody. hey, why, hey, hey, hello, hello, hola. Do you like this one? <laughs> well, she does all the providing for the family. <laughs> I wish you came because I can't afford a hot dog. <laughs> hey, yeah, I tell Alba before you start your dinner. I mean, I'm going to give you the opportunity. You can watch me enjoy mine. <laughs> Wouldn't you like that? <laughs> Act, I, I probably should have had that pulled where I was like, well, don't you enjoy watching me enjoy something that I like? And she said, no, she said, no, <laughs> no. that like she doesn't enjoy just what, you know, doing something. Because Look at Joe opening up his race cars. <laughs> Joe scampers down in his PJs on Christmas morning. He fills the bag of a Tonka truck up with sand and empties it. In a All different right, Joey, song. this is my favorite part. Let me get the camera out so I can watch you. Joy, and of course, the bad punchline was um, that explains the blowjob drought we've been in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So... Waka waka. I, I I was and she was just like, Why are you being a dick? Why are you being a dick about this? Why are you Good being question. a dick? Very valid question. Good and, question. Why well, uh, I'm I'm sitting here silently with a football game on. <laughs> Why are you your words ripping me? <laughs> You're telling me about my muffin top because I have the Chiefs game on. <laughs> you said you said I'm getting arms like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> because I put CBS on on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you know, and then I, you know, I'm like, they, they beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Like, you know, and like that joke that I did at the beginning, I mean, I've never said it on stage, but I could see me trying to turn that into something fun. Yeah, Joe, jo don't worry about it. <laughs> Please, don't. you know, yeah, I think he captured it perfectly here. <laughs> to turn that into something funny that I could do on stage, you know? yeah. Please do, please. 
Yeah, maybe you could. It's a, again, it's like watching. Uh, we might be drunk with Norman and Moreau throw bits out. We get to we get to see in six months his wife's a, a whore instead of a bitch. Well, wouldn't that be an evolution? Yeah, yeah. You know, she's a she's a bitch for watching a game, but he's gonna have strangers come sleep at his house. <laughs> Which we're about to oh hear. Jesus! Is that our next clip? Uh, I don't know if it's this one or the next one, but oh they, they, my God. they they both they both tie in together for sure. The I next two. About, I forgot about this. Oh, how do madness you? that's happening in the Matarese home? He's going to YouTube by himself and having. We'll get to it, but bringing it, dates back. This is. Oh no! This is this one's not it. This one's not okay, it. It's the next it? one. This one is the super fan on the phone. I don't think it's. Oh yeah, one. so. So so Joe gets voicemails, by the way. It was actually kind of funny because every voicemail he took was plugging something. Right. So, you know, if you guys want to call his uh, voicemail number and plug the blind mic project, feel free. We'll play it eventually. Please do. Um, or plug whatever you want. Pl- plug Craig's, uh, you know, tutoring business. <laughs> whatever, whatever your mind comes up. Whatever's fine. funny. Whatever's funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Joe's taking calls, taking voicemails, and uh, he's talking about his fans. I don't know what you're talking about. I will be listening to you, and I miss you, man. Peace. That's good that he misses me. I don't even know who that is. No, <laughs> that I, I guess he was a you know a, a longtime fan. I got a lot of these. Super hold on, hold on, fans. hold on. You shouldn't know who that is. Like you know, podcast my size. We know a lot of the the people listening and everything, right? But like he says, I don't even know who that is. Like it's some crazy thing. Most podcasts you listen to, the host doesn't know the listeners, right? You know, like it's, he's like, I don't even know who that is. Can you believe that? But, and then reveals that he's joking. He in fact does know but, exactly who it is. But if there's callers that call a lot, the host will know who it is, no matter what. So right. him, him to go, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah I none do. of it make none of it makes sense. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it is no. <laughs> That, I, I guess he was a, you know, a, a longtime fan. I got a lot of these super fans, you know, but I want him to be more, of course. But he's definitely Tommy Polvino is one of those guys that has come and seen me live a bunch of times. Um, so <laughs> if you have an Italian name, he's re, he's doxing you immediately. Tommy Polvino is one of these guys who's making fun of me online. Thinks I'm a, a joke of a human being. <laughs> I got a lot of these guys out there. <laughs> um, this is the last one from Joe, and this is the sleepover. This is what this poor wife is dealing with. Yes. This is insane. So Joe is the most, well, he was for a time, one of the most trolled guys on the internet. I'm sure it's died down like Red Bart. No one talks about him anymore, really, um, except us, I guess. So, so I'm sure the heat has died down on Joe. And maybe that's made him feel comfortable enough to do this. God, he he always has good points, Ron Pollock, when he used to call into my old podcast all the time. He's a different caller that he knows. Different caller. <laughs> yeah. F- full name. And Not I say Tommy he, Polvino. <laughs> God, he he always has good points, Ron Pollock, when he used to call into my old podcast all the time. And I'd say he is like my number can one. I, can I point out, by the way, sorry to keep pausing it, but uh, this is a totally new format. And he's already talking about how it's the exact same as the other one. It's the exact same as the hey, last The time. same caller used to do the exact same thing on my old podcast, actually. Ron Poliquin. He used to call into my old podcast all the time. And I'd say he is like my number one super fan. He was just at my show in Westchester, PA. 
and I had asked him from stage, how many have you seen? I couldn't believe he didn't know the exact number, though, because he's such a super fan. But he said, What a piece of shit, huh? I wanted to feel like Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) (laughs) What a scumbag that this guy doesn't have it tallied on his arm. How many Joe Mattarese shows he's been to? He's like, How many times have you seen me? He's like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) But not even that. The guy's pretty close. He's like, I don't know, eight or (laughs) ten. Eight and ten. He's seen me eight, between eight and ten times. And he's, this guy slept overnight at my house before I told the audience that. I let him sleep at my house. That's how much of a super Joe, fan he is. Joe, don't tell anyone that. Don't tell your wife, first of all. That's how much of a super fan he is? I let him sleep in my house. If Put it this way. If Chef Lewis, if I ever wake up and Chef Lewis is on my couch, something has gone horribly wrong. Something's gone drastically wrong. <laughs> no offense, Chef. You're a terrific guy. But I don't want you in my home. Especially Church in state, you know, especially in the morning, you know, and I'm like half asleep. Ron Pollock is cooking eggs in his fucking kitchen. <laughs> Joe Albanese, you will be on my couch before you know it. Before this I told- guy, this guy is inviting people who are trolling. The man has children, right? He has kids and he's inviting these creeps over his house who yep. are making fun of him. Yep. To sleep in his home. Insane. Yeah. Between eight and ten times. And he's this guy slept overnight at my house before I told the audience that. I let him sleep at my house. That's how much of a super fan he is because his son was in a chess tournament and flying out of JFK the next morning. And he lived in Delaware. Oh, hold on. I just realized uh, Tom from Michigan, you're one of our top subscribers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll message you my address. You can come hang. (laughs) (laughs) Come sleep over, buddy. That's the that's the highest Patreon tier, is we snuggle up together. We each get one end of the of the reclining couch, <laughs> and we stay up late and make popcorn. And then, we, like three in the morning, when uh, you know we're half asleep, we start giggling and we can't control it. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> you lived in Delaware. Oh, we get so to watch. Come- we get to watch adult content. Yeah, we're gonna watch fucking Showtime. I'll make Al believe. So no bedtime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She before Alba goes to bed, she's like, "I'm setting an alarm on the microwave. When it goes off, time to go to bed." <laughs> and I, I whisper, "I'm not gonna go to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna change it." To- oh yeah, you got it, babe. <laughs> I'm not really gonna go to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna shut it off. She's not gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, watch out. McFuss Daddy fell asleep and we're all going to dip his hand in warm water. I don't care if it ruins my couch. (laughs) (laughs) There's shaving cream on Buller's face. I was just going to say that. I was going to be like, hey, Buller fell asleep. I got a feather and some shaving cream and I'm going to really mess him up. And this is all because you guys have paid $5 a month. (laughs) Do you want to go? Do you want to go TV my neighbor's house? (laughs) Oh, the neighbors you don't get along with? That's right. We're going to spray paint. Blind Mike Project was here in their trash can. Super fan he is because his son was in a chess tournament and flying out of JFK the he next. He brought week. his kid. Yeah. 
Hey, Joe, who's the family in our basement? <laughs> hey, he's a big super fan. He doesn't pay oh. anything, though. Oh, he's one of the guys that called me a talentless hack on YouTube. <laughs> he pretends to like me and I feel good about myself. <laughs> he he makes me read fake names that make it sound like I'm saying a racial slur. He actually like pays money to see me enjoy things. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best pals, him and the door guy are coming over for football. <laughs> because his son was in a chess tournament and flying out of JFK the next morning and he lived in Delaware and he's like can I come up with my son and sleep over I said yes hey Alba principled uncertainty likes French toast do we have any for the morning <laughs> he asked if he could sleep in my house <laughs> I said yeah I let him that's on you. That's crazy, yeah. right? I'm crazy. My <laughs> wife was like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, that's not, it's not cute crazy, Joe. <laughs> no. It's not like, oh, he's so crazy. It's psychotic. It's <laughs> dangerous crazy. Not even like, it's not even like he's got like a, uh, like a split level with like an apartment attached to it or something. He's like, no, you just right. sleep in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat Fruit Loops in the morning and I'll be like, how'd you sleep? <laughs> no. Hey, no. Rony Vice called the guest bed. Right? He called it. He pays $20 a month for that privilege. Someone I don't know their real name is sleeping in my house. <laughs> Box eating dad's in my guest room right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Joe. What are you doing? <laughs> we need to fit this show. should be called Fixing Joe. Because we got we to gotta help this fucking No guy. shit. Uh, so if you guys like it, we'll get to episodes two and three at some point. Uh, Japanese fart enthusiast did tell me that there's a great story in episode three that we have to get to. I just didn't want to jump too far ahead, but we'll get there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Should we go to, uh, let's go to Kevin Brennan next. Would you, would you care to do that? Of course. What do you say? I think this will be a quicker segment, but I was interested in looking at Kevin Brennan because first of all, I don't know. I don't understand what this trend is. And I guess my buddy Luis J. Gomez is to blame for some of it because he does this carnival combat and all this stuff. Like he just fought Tim Butterly and beat him. And I was surprised by that. Yes. He is legally adopting Tim Butterly, I believe is the repercussions. <laughs> but um, like, like, you know, he does, he does these fights and he does them at Skankfest and Ellis mania and all that type of shit. Um, and then you would hear stuttering John threatened. He wanted to box Surely and all this kind of stuff. For some reason, a lot of these comedians want to be fighters. Now, Lewis, like, legitimately gets into shape. Right. John, I don't think would. No. Nope. Someone I really don't think would would be Kevin Brennan. Right. Who now apparently wants to box Mike Harrington, who's Lewis's producer. And Dave, he's messaging Mike Harrington being like, I want to fight you and Dave Smith. I think Dave would kill him. Like, legitimately oh. kill him. Well, I think Dave said, like, he, I'm here every Monday. Like, he can come find, like, I'm not being a tough guy, but, like, if he wants to fight me, he'll just, like, come to the stand every Monday. I'm here. Because Dave's also not, a, from the stories they told, and especially in the older episodes of Legion of Skanks, like, when they first started, they used to fight, like, all the fucking time. They, they seem like scrappers, unless they're just, like, bullshitting. They seem like they, they've, they've gotten uh, plenty of fights in their day. It's true. They have said they've been good at basketball, and it was some of the worst play I've ever seen in my life, but... 
Well, Dave wasn't there for that, to be fair. That's true. That's <laughs> they true. They needed Dave. That's yeah. true. They did need Dave. He's the athlete of the group, apparently. Apparently. But, yeah, so Kevin Brennan wants to fight Dave. So, I don't know. He's doing all these things for attention. I think he got high off the Matthew Perry thing, which, like, I don't hate the way he handled it, but it seemed like he thought, like, that meant his podcast was going to blow up or something. Like, it was anything real. Like, you're not going to get any attention out of that other than the week and a half of TMZ articles. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to check and say, like, you know, Kevin Brennan pulls all his all his podcasts down, so it's hard to find uh, clips of the show. Excuse me, but they have this channel, Misery Loves Clips, where they post some of their best stuff. And I saw there was a three and a half hour episode up there, mm-hmm. and I said, "Boy, there's got to be a lot of a lot of good stuff in here. Maybe I'm going to be a fan of the podcast because this is what they put out to say, like, hey guys, you should come." listen to the stuff on Patreon. You know, you should pay for this content. So I figured we might as well take a look at, you know, what all the fuss is about. This is one of the free, this is the advertisement for the show, essentially. Let's see what uh, Kevin and the boys are up to on Misery Loves Company. This is called Hot Start. You know, Kevin's, he's an energetic guy. He's loud. He's he's got a lot to say. He's blustery. So obviously the podcast is going to start with a lot of energy, I imagine. We've begun, by the way. Hello. We're doing it. Kevin. We're doing it. We're doing are it. We? What are we doing? We're doing it. <laughs> you paused it, right? Nope. What's going on? Kevin, you shouldn't have started yet. Do you know you're on? By the way, all the people that like give me shit or whatever when we start a couple minutes late, it's so this doesn't happen when we start. <laughs> yeah, it's not the end of the world if you're three minutes late. You know, get your shit in order first, Kevin. It's so it doesn't look like that. <laughs> Still going. All right, play it again. It is. No, no, no. Play the clip. I am. No, start the clip. I, I'm not hearing Jesus you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, Kev. <laughs> Accurate. I'm sure I'm sure it ramps up after that. Listen, you know, sometimes you want to start have a natural start. He's low energy, so he's kind of, you know, gearing up. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure it gets better after yeah, this, that. This is him just riffing. Good, good. I'm drinking. Jesus Christ. Now you said it, buddy. Boy, we remember from a few seconds ago. <laughs> this is uh, the, uh, uh, for the people that will find out the roast uh, episode of Patrice that's coming out eventually. Um, when, uh, uh, what's his face? He's just like, God damn, God damn it. God damn it. His Keith Robinson. Yeah, this is Keith Robinson. <laughs> trying to think of something to say. His tick is Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, God damn, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm a hack. I don't have anything to say. What the fuck am I doing? I'm drinking. At least, like, that's annoying, but at least it's words. It's not just silence. Right. He looks like he just woke up. I'm drinking. Jesus Christ. If he makes as much... Are you replaying that? Yeah, I did start it over. Okay, I was going to say, how many times does he say Jesus Christ? Jesus. Jesus. No, I'm saying... He does make... Some money, obviously, from like super chats and stuff. You think he, oh, he would, does? He do, I think he does like pretty well. You think he would buy a fucking microphone at this point? Well, 
that's the interesting thing about Kevin is he doesn't give a fuck about his show. It's crazy. Like he, he does well enough doing nothing and that, you know, so good for him. Keep doing it. This is what, like he got mad at me. Like you're telling me how to do my show. No, do whatever the fuck you want. Do a terrible show if you want. Right. But I'm also going to point out that it's terrible. And this is all because you said show you're reading comments. It was just all because you said you wanted him to have Shuli on his show once. Right. Yeah. No, he hates me. I'm an asshole. He like, he, literally I came up somewhat recently <laughs> and he goes, I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I hate, he has hate in his heart for me. Cause I was like, Oh, that's weird. He didn't want to have Shuli on when John was on. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta- I, I hate him now. <laughs> I'm drinking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you said it. Sometimes you just got to drink, right? There's no other answer but to drink. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to do, uh, uh, yeah, I'm still doing a show on Saturday. Saturday. How about today? Gonna Are you going to do one now? <laughs> this is to Don't promote Saturday till there's something going on today. I always feel bad when the show starts a couple minutes late. You know, just making sure everything's in order and all that stuff. But you don't want to see this. And we don't want this to get pulled and played on other if, shows. If this is, and you know, Kevin makes more money than me, I'm sure. So if this is the model, just start the show before I'm even in my chair. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And I, yep. They can get the, <laughs> hello. <laughs> we. I'll sit down and then go, oh, whoa, we're on. Jesus. Oh, oh I need some, need some water. Mm. Sometimes you just got to get hammered. That's broadcasting. <laughs> I might do a show every night. I don't know. Anyway, it's refreshing. Is Shuli doing a show up against it, me? This is I where mean, Kevin fucking sucks because he doesn't care about his audience. And he's like, I might do a show every night because I can fool these people into super chatting me. Yep. And super chats just mean he could do a show. Like I could do a show every day and be like, hey, super chat me, super chat me. I'll read your super chats but I won't have enough content to fill time every fucking day. And that's what is true of Kevin. Also, there's never any content. Yeah. His show just became reading super chats and then him taking pictures. And you just see like the tops of his eyes as he takes a picture of whatever the fuck it says on the screen. To be fair. Every once in a while, he mentions that Ray DeVito is dumb and Chad Zumach sucks at comedy. I got to give him that. He does really mix it up every once in a while. Wow. That's pretty good. Seriously, I was talking about it earlier, but it is. A- oh, yeah. And right here, he's talking. He's like, is Shuli doing a show up against me? Uh, I think anyone is and anything is a show and this is not. Well, he's obsessed with Shuli. I guess Shuli stream snipes Kevin now or something. I, I am. I'm, I, I am on record saying I hate that shit. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't like like I don't think that's an interesting show. Just watching someone else's show live. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's a great show. Shuli's allowed to do whatever he, the fuck he wants. Also, that's the thing is like, I said that to Shuli on his show. He argued with me. He wasn't like, I hate you now. He was just like, I disagree with you. That's weird. Like people had different opinions and they can still, <laughs> yeah. they can still get along. But, but like, I don't love that as a show, but what's even less of a show is just being like, is Shuli watching me? Oh, Shuli's a fucking idiot. I I fucking hate Shuli. Is he watching me? Hi, Shuli. You're just talking to each other. You're just old men talking to each other through the podcast. None of it is a show. You're not adding commentary to it. You're not building a a, a storyline or anything. It's just you reading and doing nothing. Like and listen, 
I know you make money at it and you're allowed to do it, Kevin. Keep doing it if you enjoy doing boring shit and making money at it. That's perfectly fine. Of course, you're allowed to do it. But I'm also allowed to say it's fucking boring and monotonous. Oh, yeah. And like uh, if everyone acted like a child like he did, like Carl wouldn't talk to you right now because you're like, I don't want to talk about stuttering John anymore. He'd be like, what well, do you fuck mean? him. How could he not want to? Like, oh, I, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, people have to do things the way Kevin wants to do them or he disowns them. Yeah. And then he's friends with them again three days later and then he hates them. It's all, it, it, it's all just horseshit, basically. He doesn't hate any of these people, by the way. He yeah. hates them as much as he hates me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't hate any of these people. He doesn't care about Shuli. He just pre- he pretends because... I guess the drama is good for his brand. I don't know if there's any growth to it. I don't know if his channel grows every month or it's just the same people that keep donating, but it, it, it works for him. I'll give him that. But they, I mean, first they were sniping me. Then they put up a show up against me. Then they put a show about me up against me. But you're, all you're doing is talking about what Shuli's doing. So how is that better, Kevin? Do you hear the freaking energy in which he's talking with right now? He's tired. He doesn't want to be doing a show. That's the, like none of this suggests he's doing it for money, which is the worst kind of entertainment. Yeah, he's like he's putting uh, no work into it. He doesn't care about the product. He's just doing whatever and saying, "Give me money." I think it's the greediest, least entertaining way to do podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, real, real quick though, Ira the Weatherman, two bucks. Shout out to Blind Mike. KB is no goddamn right. good. Uh, well, of course. Thank you, Ira. <laughs> I heard the weatherman. That's, I remember him. It's an <laughs> Anthony reference. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's like, he's just like, eh, whatever. I think he actually got excited that uh, Shuli was doing a show because he's like, oh, thank fucking God. I don't have to think about what to do for the next however long. I'll just watch well, him. Well, you would think, but like they don't do anything. They This episode, and it's not, here's the thing. Most of it's not even worth clipping. I'm not saying like the whole show is so, but it's just nothing. Like yeah, eventually Ray DeVito and Pat Dixon come on, and he's like, "So Ray, you roasted Chad," and then Ray's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and he's like, "Were you any good?" He's like, "Yeah, I won. I did okay." And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> back to the chat." And then like 20 minutes later, they're like, "So Ray, how's the roast?" And he's like, "It was good." And Kevin's like, "Nice." You're retarded. And Ray's like, oh, come on, you rascal. No follow-ups on anything. That's the whole show. Yeah. Then they put up a show up against me. Then they put a show about me up against me. Talking about counter <coughs> programming. The show about you is more interesting because something's happening. Right. Like, this is more interesting than Kevin's show because we're making fun of him. <laughs> there's this Kevin's show, there's nothing happening. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I'm flattered. Don't get me wrong. So I don't know how this is going to go because I don't know how many people have off tomorrow. I was thinking a lot, but maybe not as much as I thought. I don't know, but we'll see. Well, yeah. Then he gets, so this is like the day before Veterans Day, I think. And he, he just he's talking about like, I don't know how many people are going to watch this. Just do the show. Why does it matter? Here's the thing. Like someone commented earlier, like we have more live listeners if we're talking about Stuttery John or whatever. That doesn't even come into my mind because I have a show planned to do. 
I'm not beholden to the amount of viewers we have live or the amount of total viewers we get throughout the week. It doesn't matter because I'm able to do a show because I have shit I want to talk about. Like if a thousand people aren't in the chat to make content for me, I still have a plan. You know, no one shows up to watch it. I can still do a show. Exactly. For hours, which we've been doing. Yeah. With no hesitation, too. And we're like, all right, and we can tell sometimes, too, if something's not really working. We're like, all right, let's move on. We got several other things we can talk about. Well, you're right. And I'm not like, oh, I, I have I ever asked you how many people are in the chat? No. I can't see it because it doesn't matter to me. No. I don't need that. Um, Dang Lizard, five euro. Shuli is not stream sniping as much anymore. They mainly do the Auntie Karen show about KB with clips, but live reaction like Uncle Rico, but about KB. Am I allowed to say we kind of started at the same time? Can I cling to the narrative that Chewie stole my idea? I feel like they happened too close together. He did. He didn't. Let me be clear. He didn't steal my idea, but I'd like to start saying he did. Well, the people listening should start telling Chewie that he did. Yeah, yeah, guys. Everyone's <laughs> know that I don't believe it, but everyone just starts saying that Chewie stole the idea from me. All right, and, and everyone clip around that part of Mike saying that. Yeah, and make it seem yeah. like he was like, man, he did it. I know Dang Lizard is in there. I, I think he's one of their guys. So go report back and claim that Shuli has stolen this from me. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, old man tells a story. Here we go. Yeah. Randall P. McMurphy. That was a good movie. Uh, yeah, that was a good movie. I went to that movie, um, Cuckoo's Nest. I saw it. I was on a, like a first date at the movie. And this I, is I, what we say about like Rosie O'Donnell and Alec Baldwin. This is nursing home shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where this is we're, what we're about to embark on is a conversation that should be happening, happening in a nursing home, not on a podcast. Kevin's just about to tell us about the old days and the story goes nowhere. Uh, my friend took me, it was double date. Me and my friend is my Wi-Fi bad. Him and my friend, and and like my, I was on a first date, so I couldn't like make a move because, but I was back then. You could you watch the movies. Uh, we'd be watching them in the, uh, we'd be smoking cigarettes. So I didn't even care about making a move. I'd rather smoke a cigarette than make a move. I'm kidding. You had to make back then. You had to make a move at the movies, or else you're gay. Because every every movie, nice. every movie, uh, uh. <laughs> Make sure I send Pat them thing. <laughs> How about doing that before the show, Kev? If you have guests coming on, maybe send them the link before the show starts. You know, you don't have to do it once you're broadcasting and in the middle of a story. Yeah, I'll start. We'll start the next show. It'll be just me, and be like, oh, I should probably send Mike the uh, the link. <laughs> I think people would enjoy that. I think so. Like, oh, you fucked up. Oh, you suck, dude. <laughs> That's that's the thing is like Kevin's willing to critique like I talk too much. That was his criticism of me. Like mm-hmm. when I'm on Carl's show, I guess I talk too much. How about talking at all, Kevin? How about having it starting a sentence, having an ending in mind when you start it and making a couple coherent points along the way? Right. Maybe a few punchlines. How would that be? Maybe try talking on your fucking show. It isn't poison. You don't have to stay away from it, you fucking moron. Do something on your show to create entertainment. <laughs> Is that so bad that I talk on a podcast? Apparently. Apparently. Um, next, uh, um, Ray and Pat Dixon have joined, and this is just... Oh, thank God. Good old <laughs> busting chops. 
Yeah. Uh, is it wine or mix premix Cuervo? Is it wine? James Hillman, well, is it wine or premix there. Cuervo? Shows are mostly the same, but you'll go longer with the Margies. Think it's all sugar. Let's have fun. God bless. Is it wine or premix Cuervo? Well, I like even the people watching are like, the shows are always the same. <laughs> Every day is the same where Kevin just rambles about nothing. Let me guess, Kevin hates something today? Oh, that's shocking. Is he what in are the a, chances? Is he in a mood? Oh, 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 does Kevin not like something that happened? Does it possibly involve Shuli or John or Ray DeVito or Chad Zumach? What are the chances that Kevin doesn't like it? Shows are mostly the same. Oh, he's saying the shows are mostly the same. Depend. Uh, regardless of what I drink, but you'll go longer with the Margie's think it's all the sugar. Let's have fun. God bless. No, the, the Margie's, they, they make me, I, I need to urinate more with, when I drink the, the red wine, uh, I don't have to, I don't have to go to the bathroom as bad. Thanks James O'Sullivan. Wait, Kevin, How many uh, people uh, here's an interesting topic. Could you tell us what you take for med- medication? What? How many times during the night do you get up to pee? These are all things that you should be talking about. Does anyone in the chat know why he takes pictures of every super chat? Is it to an, is he reading them? Like he can't see them. So he enlarges them. No, That's he, he reads what comes to my mind. He reads them. And then after puts his phone up and takes a picture of it. Like it's almost is he like making a scrapbook of some kind. It's almost like to fall asleep at night. He just scrolls back and remembers the good times. Oh, that was a good one. Remember when this guy said I should drink margaritas? That was fun. Uh, Dang lizard, five euros. You got it, Mike. After stealing everything <laughs> he could, after stealing everything he could from Carl, surely stole the Auntie Karen show from you. He can't and help Dang himself. Dang lizard, if you could make it seem like I'm really fucking pissed about, it. like start start a thing where it's like. I'm going to, uh, there's irreparable damage. Like I won't yeah. even go on to talk to him about the it. Make goal, it seem like I'm the goal is to get him so fucking mad to just prove that he didn't look at this at all. Make, make surely rip me a new asshole about this. And clearly he didn't listen <laughs> before, before listening to me saying all this. Yes. That'd be fun. That'd be very funny. Cause I like surely I, I have no issue with him. I know a lot of people hate him, but off tomorrow. You guys have off tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Oh, Pat, lucky you. You got tomorrow off. Yeah, I yeah. I really scored it. <laughs> I have to go to the veteran cemetery. <laughs> I don't know. My dad was in the military. <laughs> to raise credit, to raise credit, he's like, I need to say something here. <laughs> just, a, just a dumb, dim-witted child. <laughs> He to his credit though my dad was in the military. To his credit though, he heard the dead air and that the thing was fucking dying and was like, I'm just gonna say something. Yes. Yeah, Ray's the most likable person. Actually, Pat Dixon's okay. Yeah. They're they're like fine. And like I said, once the two of them popped in, it was just like I don't have a ton of clips of that because it was just like whatever. But like Kevin doesn't do anything. He's just like he's monotone the whole time. I guess I guess maybe the show is exciting when he gets riled up and says someone sucks. Yeah, that's great when he calls someone a hack. Yeah, I guess he really hates Dave Smith. That's how that whole thing started. Yep. Um, who else? Oh, every other comic that has ever stepped onto a stage. That's right. How can I forget? Everyone that's ever done comedy is somehow more successful, uh, but shittier than Kevin. 
I have to go to the veteran cemetery. I don't know. My dad was in the military. <laughs> Hold on. Is that outro worthy? <laughs> I have to I have to do a complete surgery on it anyway, so if you want it, now's the time. <laughs> Yeah, throw it in there because it's such a non sequitur. Okay. <laughs> My dad was in the military. <laughs> I think it fits perfectly after one of the Ojeda clips, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, put it in the outro. <laughs> uh, no, <I> was, <laughs> My dad was in the uh, Navy, old Navy. Uh, Is that a store joke? Because that's literally the worst joke I ever heard in my fucking life. My dad was in the Navy, old. So, like, the joke is that he worked at Old Navy? I hope Oof. not. I hope not. I hope he means like the Navy back in the day when it, when it meant something cool, not I, I don't folding know. pants. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My dad was in the uh, Navy, old Navy. Uh, old Navy. That's where I bought my jeans. Oof. For real? You buy jeans at Old Navy? Uh, yeah. Not for real? Long. Like, Kevin can't uh, believe it. Why, why would Ray lie about that? It's not an interesting fact. No, he was just saying it to kill dead air on your own fucking show, Kevin. I I buy my jeans at Old Navy. Really? Oh, good. This, here's an avenue of conversation we can go down. He's like, Ray buys his jeans at the mall. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, here we have uh, Fine Pat's YouTube. Uh, yeah, so this is what a lot of the show was taken up with was um, Pat Dixon, I guess, had a YouTube channel taken down and then like hasn't tried to recreate one because he had some. I think he was on like Fuentes' network, like that cozy TV. Mm -hmm. And he got bumped from that somehow. I don't really know what happened. But anyways, they're telling Pat Dixon, like, you should be on YouTube. And he's like, ah, I haven't put any effort in. I have a channel, but there are no subscribers. So they spend... I don't know, like six minutes <laughs> of just dead air trying to find Pat Dixon's fucking YouTube channel. And he gives the handle. This is an excerpt. I YouTube P. Dixon and I get this sexy country singer. So. Oh, uh, well. Is it, what yeah, is at it? P. Dixon is the, the, the at is the handle. So. All right. I'm going to find you. Right, yeah. Don't scare us off. So it's not P. Dixon. Just go P. Dixon on on. On, with no spaces, P. Dixon on YouTube. I did. And with an at thing in front of it, right? How about, I've got an idea. While Ray is searching for it, fucking talk about something. Anything at all. Just anything. Instead of watching Ray Google, just fucking talk about something. It'll take him a couple minutes. He'll get there eventually. Or you search and make them carry the conversation, Kevin. Just something that makes a show. YouTube, I, I've never been for censorship, but YouTube should start saying, if you're not fucking talking, your show gets taken down. How's that? At P-D-I-X-O-N. There's nothing hardly up there right now. But um, whatever, you know, there will be. And, so you just uh, go to YouTube and put, put in P. Dixon. Yes, that's what you know, he's saying. Yes. Sometimes it takes a while to find it, though. For the love I, of like, fuck. I go in for stuttering, so John. I just found it in like, two it seconds. It takes me like an hour to get to his YouTube page because there's so many people trolling him. Uh, it takes you an hour? Type in stuttering John channel. It comes right up. I just typed at P. Dixon in and it pops up his channel right there. 
Um, Imagine Kevin spending an hour of his day. Where? Where is Stuttering John's channel? John, where are you? If you could just look anywhere he posts, you'll find it. He's just looking in his drawers. He has no. He literally doesn't know where to look. I can't find John anywhere. <laughs> Those other things come up first. I'll tweet the link to it right now. Yeah, I just put in P. Dixon. It says nothing, so I, it's not coming up for me. Well, I'm probably shadow banned. <coughs> Already, that's probably the other thing they did. Anyway, I my uh, it, I just now tweeted the uh, whatever the link. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll help. And what's your Twitter? Twitter's at Pat Dixon. That'll take, I mean, that'll take no, days. No one will ever YouTube's find that. P. Dixon. <laughs> but YouTube is P. Dixon. Yeah, but the link to YouTube is on the uh, Twitter now. And uh, Ray, read this. <laughs> Ray, do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They just do nothing. Like, that's the whole show. And though, by the way, those are the most entertaining moments that I pulled. <laughs> the rest of it is just boring. <laughs> uh, this is the last clip. Uh, All right, what do we got? Anthony Zenhauser. Oh, yeah. So they're talking about Anthony. This is like, this is how forced Kevin's act is. Is they're talking about this Anthony Zenhauser guy who I guess is like Shuli's opener or something that goes on like that show all the time. He was on once when I was on. It seems like a fine enough guy. Um, But Kevin, get this, Craig. Kevin Ooh. hates him. Oh, is he a thinks hack? He sucks. Is he a thinks hack? He sucks yeah. at, think he thinks he sucks at comedy. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole bit that he does. It's wacky. Wow. He says this Anthony Zenhauser, he sucks. It's, it's it's mind-blowing. It's actually pretty revolutionary if you go watch it. I never would have expected that. But here's how forced and tired Kevin's act is. Is even the guys on his show are like, "Nah, he's fine." <laughs> uh furious. Isn't ironic that Zenhauser is the guy that delivers and looks like the guy that food's delivered to. It is funny. He looks like the kind of guy that should be waiting for food, not bringing food to you. Hold on. Can I just ask this? So the joke is that he's a delivery man, but he looks, he's fat, I guess. Yep. And our, uh, our delivery men, like I've gotten plenty of uh, Uber Eats orders, believe me. Are delivery men known for their slender physiques? Um, I don't know. If I was going to stereotype delivery drivers, they'd also look kind of shitty. You know? I don't know if I've ever thought about that. I don't know if bodybuilders are really getting into the uh, Uber driving business. But I, I, I will say that super chat right there. He reads yeah. it, pulls his phone up, takes a picture of it. I don't get it. And I need does anyone, to. Yeah. Did any of you guys in the chat know why he does that? Why does he do it? He must have talked about it before. Someone tell me. I want to yeah, know. I don't know. Is he saving all of them? Is it for. Because like, like. You know. YouTube gives you everything you need for taxes and all that shit, you know? Yeah. They give you all the analytics. I can't imagine what he's saving that data for. And, and that, that wouldn't do shit for tax purposes because that could possibly not be all of them. Yeah, I don't know what the point of that would be. Man, you guys can't you know, comment on that. Zenhauser, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he eats. Uh, we all eat. He looks, yeah, I mean... No, he I looks know. like a guy who just, he's, he never. Like Pat's like, yeah, I don't know. We all eat. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we all need nourishment and fucking he's one of them. Food, food is good. <laughs> he looks, yeah, I mean. No, he I looks know. like a guy who just, he's, he never leaves his couch. No, he's That's a hustler. He looks he's like. out there. Oh, like, well, yeah, we're, we're doing <laughs> a show together. Right, right everyone? Yeah. Doesn't he look like a fucking asshole? <laughs> like, no, not really. Check it out. It's a WDFK. 
It'll be a great show. Well, you know why Bob had him on their show? If Bob invited gigs. him on their, their morning show is because he knew Zenhauser uh, is friends with the guy who books the club in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. So I, I already wait predicted Wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Kevin used to do a show with Bob Levy. He did. Am I, am I to understand he doesn't like Bob now? Yeah. I think he called what? him like, like a crypt Oh, keeper. what a turn of events. <laughs> what a twist. He, he thinks, but does he think Bob sucks? Yeah, he does actually. That's cra- Get the fuck out of here. That's I, crazy, Kevin. How do you continue to surprise us? How do you, how do you know this? Kevin, how do you do it? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Another, getting- he's taken off his hat and get this, another rabbit he has pulled out. My God, it's mystifying. We should learn from him. Oh, that's impressive. Oh, we have someone backstage, by the way. Ben Hauser in there so Bob can get rebooked at uh, Poughkeepsie. Because when I was in Poughkeepsie last time, uh, the the I think the the I forgot the guy's name, but he was like he's because, cool as fuck. The owner. I, I did a show with Ten Hauser there. We <laughs> I'm sure Kevin him. was about to bash him. <laughs> Radio just jumps in. I'm crushed it. We had a we had a good sized crowd and it was fucking an awesome night. Who asked so, you, right? Seriously, literally. I'm, I'm just saying, you? I like Zenhauser. He's a fucking good dude. He's and a he's piece funny. of shit. Human garbage. <laughs> yeah. funny, guy, funny guy. He, he writes. <laughs> no one agrees with him. Even on, That's how many people Kevin hate is the guys he's giving an opportunity are like, yeah, you're just wrong. I don't know, man. He's a piece of shit. Human garbage. A piece of shit. How many people? Like, maybe Anthony Zenhauser is a piece of shit. I don't know the guy. Could be. How? What? what's the possible percentage that can of people that can be a piece of shit without it kind of making you a piece of shit for saying this over and over again about people. Right. Like clearly Kevin, you're the problem. You're the common denominator in all of these situations. You're the asshole. Correct. It's not, there's no way it's everyone against you. Everyone's an asshole except the miserable cunt that's on YouTube every day. It's not possible. And if it's, if it's not real, it's worse. If this is all fucking act. Oh, what a, what a great bit it's been. Got Kevin's angry again. Who's he going to spew his venom at today? (laughs) And that's the thing, like, like, when like Kirk rips people or Portnoy rips people or Stern back in the day or whoever, like when they would shit on people, it was funny. Right. It was you like, you might say, Oh, they're so negative, but like they were adding something. Like it was always unique. It was always funny. Kevin's every punchline is like, that guy sucks. Ooh, crazy. Can't wait to see who else he thinks sucks. Um, Kevin does six. Oh, that's it. I'm mind. Uh, Kevin does six to seven shows, 20 to 30 hours a week. At best, it's vicious and funny. At worst, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, is it is it ever funny, though, or does it get tired? Obviously, it's got to be funny at points because people are, like, sticking around, right? I don't think they're goofing on him. It's not oh. like with John or whoever. Like, it seems like some people enjoy it. So I imagine at points it does get funny, but so, it just seems, I don't know how you get, I don't know how you get there. The journey seems too long to get to the uh, the treasure. Uh, Jacob says he takes the pictures with his phone so he can maintain his own record of the super chats and see who his top contribute uh, contributions are from. Allegedly, that doesn't make sense. Why can't you just? Well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. The names you see all the time. I was going to say that does make have- sense, and that's probably what he's doing. It just doesn't make sense that he does that instead of just looking. That at the makes back sense and- to you. 
No, no, no. That, I meaning Karma's that. Karma's 90 jingles. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't take pictures of his fucking, uh, his, his fucking super chats. No, no, no. I meant like it makes sense that that's what he's doing. It doesn't make sense that he's doing it. Like to remember his. T- Wait, but so he does it to remember his top contributors. Is he is he constantly scrolling through his old photos to see who his top contributors are? I guess so. Or what does he give them something at the end of the month? Yeah, he like, gives what's a, the purpose of that? He gives them a fucking cr- grumpy uh, like text tone jingle when they oh, leave you a fucking super suck. <laughs> Dang lizard, you're terrible. Up, oh, that means five bucks from Dang Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> Oh Jesus! All right, is that it for Kevin? That's it for Kevin. Beautiful. Um, you know what? We'll save uh Ojeda for that. We'll have Hackride. Hackride, you said Hackride was backstage. Yeah, with a sidekick. What does that mean? There's two people backstage. <laughs> Who's the other one? Looks like a French fry. Looks like a French fry. Yeah. Is it someone we know already? It's Electra Fry. It might be someone we know being someone else. Make him explain before we let him in. <laughs> we'll get to you in a bit, Hack Ride, but we have to talk about Dat Fan first, all right? <laughs> Text I don't buddy. want him stuttering Johnning us. <laughs> we have someone shitting on the toilet yelling the N-word. <laughs> oh, no, it's not that. I, I know that. I know okay. it's not that. Um, uh, Brian, five Wait, bucks. Uh, a couple months ago, KB was swimming in Super Chat money. KB has fallen and can't get up. FKB. Oh, is it downhill? I have no idea. See, I don't even know that if that's true. Because they always take the shows down as soon as he's not live, so I never see it. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get to Dat Fan here. Oh, for yeah. goodness sake. Oh, yeah. Do you have a time you have to be out of here? I don't mind going along today, but um, I know. Uh, one-ish. I, don't know. I, know the, I know the park is always popping. This time. <laughs> yeah. I would say by one, so, probably. All right. Uh, it's too bad, folks. We might not get to all our stuff today. That's 40 minutes. We'll be good. We'll see how long this dead fan stuff takes. That's true. <laughs> that's actually, that's true. The first clip is three <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, dad, the first clip is three minutes long. <laughs> because I wanted to show you, I'm. this is a podcast from six years ago. It goes somewhere. I've been, I've been really scrubbing the, 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 the depths to find that fan content because he does so little. It's disappointing. And I want him to do a podcast. I would really love if he did a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be very good for us. Yeah. I hope he does one. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to give examples. He was on some podcast, this show from the Midwest. The people sound like they're straight out of Fargo, the the movie, the yep. television show. Um, like they have those Minnesota accents. It's a couple from Minnesota. They haven't done their show in four years. And their last guest was Chad Zumach, which is fun. <laughs> but uh, they had that fan on about six years ago. This is before he was married and everything. And it's a different stage of his life. But we'll get to see uh, just how much he, he deserves a podcast. Like, he is a natural broadcaster. And I think you see that straight out of the gate here with this very long clip. Hey, let me ask you guys this. Is this snowing out there? Or is it, what's the weather out there? Okay, I just want to say, this is, <laughs> uh, like, they introduce him and everything, and then he asks this question, is it snowing out there? 
I mean, beautiful podcasting. Because as you guys know, like, you don't have to know where I am right now. I happen to be in Boston. But the reason I'm not talking about the weather is because ideally, some people find this that aren't where I am. (laughs) So me talking about the fact that it's a sunny day out right now doesn't do you at home a lot of good. Also, a lot of people might listen tomorrow, where today's weather doesn't fucking matter. So this is what Dat Fan thought would be a good idea. Like, let's get the conversation going. Let me interject here with a hot question. Hey, let me ask you guys this. Is this, is this snowing out there? Or is it, what's the weather out there? It's, it snowed, what, a week ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But it's finally starting to melt, and it's actually getting into the 50s now. Yeah, wow. between 40 and 50, depending You're on... You're kidding me. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It was cold, and then it's gotten warmer? Holy shit. I hope you go on for another two and a half minutes about it. I wonder if the snow possibly melted. <laughs> on the day. Which is warm for us. Yeah, it'll be, <laughs> it won't be spring though, like officially till warm enough probably till April. Yeah. When, when it hits 50, then that's usually when people start wearing shorts and stuff. Oh yeah. Here. See, when it hits 50 here, we start turning the heaters on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. People in California. Also, you guys are, out. yeah, you guys are weird when it rains too, I feel like. Here's here's something really true to be honest with you. Uh, in my house, the washer and dryer broke, so I have like laundry building up, right? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Oh, and thank God. You know what? I was kind of being sarcastic. I was worried he was going to talk about weather. Thank God he's talking about his home chores. By the way, in California, if it gets down to fifty, the heater's going to be on long before that. Suicide goes up ninety uh, percent, I yeah. believe, if uh, it hits fifty degrees in California. Long story, but the, the short version of it is, I. I was setting up, so I was gonna go do laundry. I like to do my own laundry. I don't know if it's like being Asian or what, but like, I like doing my own laundry. So there's like it's a, a really nice laundry mat I found in Studio City. <laughs> he managed to jam an Asian joke into the short version of the story. <laughs> I like to do laundry because I'm Asian. You guys, you guys, uh, hold on. I, you guys know that stereotype, right? I just want to make sure that the joke is hitting properly. You know that I'm setting back Asians 60 years? Okay, good. I just wanted to make uh, sure. For breakfast, I was having bagels from guess who? <laughs> and then um, and then it started raining outside. Like, I was laying down. I was like, get the raining fuck out of here, Dad. You were doing laundry on a day it was raining? Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Dang lizard, two euros. I actually have KB yelling at me compilation. I only interrupted because it was KB related. Oh, good. We'll send that along. We'll uh, We'll watch that. We'll play that at some point. Uh, I noticed that it's raining, so it stopped me from going to the laundry mat. As if, as if the rain is like made out of acid and it's going to tear it off. So, like, I still have laundry in my house. I still have both washer and dryers. It's Why are really they great. laughing? And due to, due to rain and it being. Just because they, they're like, whatever, just get this over with, you know? Please stop. Just, it's, it's just banal talk. They're laughing, so they're not crying, is essentially the answer. Makes sense. Something degrees outside. Oh my gosh! Was it like just <laughs> misting out, or was it real, oh real gosh. legit? Uh, you couldn't. You see. can hear the raindrops. What, I mean, who cares? <laughs> who fucking cares? What level of rain was it? <laughs> Dad started this, by the way. Like yes. they're starting the podcast, and he's like, "Hey guys, what's the weather out there?" Because I've got a great rain story. You guys ever hear a weather Asian joke? Because I got one right on the right on this fucking heater for you. It actually was, it, the story was, like, I went to go outside and it was raining, so I didn't. That was the story that he told on a podcast. Uh, the story is, uh, when, when you get rained on, it kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah, it's not ideal. So I kind of try not to, you know, let it happen. Right. 
wasn't like thunderstorm, but you can oh, hear raindrops in the window. Okay. You LA folk have no idea what it's like <laughs> to live with adversity when it comes to the elements. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine them all driving in the snow? Oh my God. There, there's so many people would die if it snowed in California. Suddenly. Yeah. If there was a blizzard that dropped, millions of people dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What'd you say? Dad's loved it. <laughs> he's loved it. I think he's <laughs> he's trying it's to true. He's like, let me tie eight being Asian into driving. There, I'm going to really floor them with this one. <laughs> Did you see when we got so much rain for like four days, and then places started oh getting flooded? God, shut up about the rain. Also, what is it? Do you know anything about the weather anywhere other than where you're you're at or possibly traveling to? Why would I care about it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like, did you see the weather out here? Was the blah blah blah? And they're like, no. I don't know what the, the weather forecast for inlet unless I'm watching a football game later and they, it, there's different weather than there is here. <laughs> I'm not going to notice what the weather is in fucking Cleveland. We lost a fire truck and two cars and like, <laughs> yeah, the sinkhole stuff was happening, right? <laughs> the, the, the roads were like collapsing. Well, like, because we're not used to that rain. Much rain. I can't. Yeah. The, the can't, the structure's not there. I yeah, guess. You're, you're used to Who is this uh, for? Weather. I have no idea. Ah, shit. Uh, I can't make it to the weather channel today, but I hope Dat asks a few questions. You know, me here in Boston, I'm really curious what the weather is like in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Just curious. Forecast, you know, a daily weather forecast, including fire. And air quality it, <laughs> levels. Oh, today's well, forecast I mean, is fire. If you don't need to go outside, don't at go. Least, I gotta say, it's not funny or interesting, but at least the guy's trying to make something out of this. Anything at all. Like, he's trying to make some jokes, whereas dad is literally like, does it ever rain where you guys are? Do you get snow? Are there? Do you, do you have weather in Minnesota? Keep I my, guess is what I'm asking. Remember, we usually, the clips we play are usually roughly about a minute long. Yes. On average. Remember how long we said this was just about the weather? <laughs> I would much rather watch Kevin look at his computer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Than Dad ask about the weather. <laughs> For sure. Kevin can be funny. <laughs> Probably going to be poisoned to death by the air. Oh, we, have a, we have a fire season and smog. And honestly, I had a buddy come visit me and we went in Burbank and we looked at the hills and he pointed it out to me and it was brown. Oh, <laughs> you know about? yeah. I, well, I remember when I lived in California there on the beach, there's always that marine layer of kind of smog before it actually, before you can actually see the Holy sun a lot shit, of days. there's smog in California. Get out of town. I had no idea. Oh, well, at least the weather in San Diego is nice. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. It is? It is. I think we get there, actually. <laughs> and it usually wouldn't burn off to like one or two, like in Venice or Santa Monica. You're like, what the heck? Where's the sun, dude? And it would just be like gray. And then it was that marine layer and then it would burn off and then the sun would finally peek through. But yeah. Yeah. Parts of San Diego is like that. If you're by the beach, it'll mm-hmm. you'll get that overcast and you get like slightly depressed for like an hour and then the sun comes out and then everything. I don't know how there's anything left to start on fire in California when there's like hundreds of thousands of acres that burn up every single year. Stop, what do you do? I know you think he's a famous celebrity. He was on Last Comic Standing 20 years ago. Yep. You don't have to entertain this conversation. Say, hey, Dad, I know you want to know about the weather. We're actually going to get into our topics today, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> are we fucking rolling? God damn it, we are rolling. We have things we want to ask you. Anything left to start on fire? There's, there's no. <laughs> Seriously? It is, pretty, it is pretty brown here. And, and we do have, like, fires at certain times of the year. 
I guess that's not normal for you guys, right? No. no, we don't have too many fires. Everything's covered in snow. No, in Minnesota in December, it's not normal. That you're right. That's an interesting observation. No, it's not normal. No. Um, that was actually the end of it. Um, Holy shit! That's fine. We're gonna get back to the back to the hits now. Oh, good. What are we talking about now? Uh, just how busy Dad is. Oh, he's always very busy. How many clips in total are there? Just so I have an uh, idea of what we're one, doing here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, oh, 11 more. 11 more? Yeah. Okay, we're not doing all of them. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dat fan, what's been going on with you recently? Uh, some of them are only like 15 seconds long, though, so it might not oh, be okay. as long all as right. you think. Right. What have you been doing, man? What's been keeping you busy? Nothing. Um, hey, this one should have been four just, seconds long. Nothing no. is the answer. He's not doing anything. Uh, what can I make up on the spot here? Uh <laughs> Oh, well, he, believe me, he has a list. He does. Keep myself busy. I'm always marketing. Yeah, you're a super busy dude. You're always doing something. Yeah, I was, like I mentioned, you're super hardworking. That's a good first answer for a comedian to have. Marketing. Yeah, you're super funny and. Yeah, I'm not on stage, but I am telling people how funny I am. Definitely. (laughs) Invest your time. You've been doing a lot of acting lately. Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, going back to the first thing, I, you know, besides the acting, I think bored people, like boring people say that they get bored. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. You know, they go, oh, man, I'm bored. It's you could always do you, you have this one life to do something and you always could find something to do. And I'm always either marketing. I'm learning Photoshop. I'm learning video editing. I'm out writing jokes or writing with my co-writers or out performing or auditioning or like you I said, guess acting. an easier question to answer would be like, what am I not doing? You know? Anything kind of doing it all. Anything to not have to go to a regular nine to five job again. I'm trying. What a pretentious asshole this guy I know, is. I know. I got to promote what has what's coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, and we you mentioned your Scorpion Bones startup, The Last Ship, all those TV shows I booked in a year. So you shouldn't be booked- promoting these things. You're not the star of any of them. All those TV shows I booked in a year. You're you're not. You're like a fucking. You're. You're dude on the beach. You're an extra or a fucking, you have one line. Like yeah. you are not the, the, the star of these shows. You shouldn't be out promoting them. King Kong at the, by the 13th month. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm either busy or I'm keeping myself busy. There's, there's no other way to success than to, to try to work. Towards <laughs> That's it, the know? most honest thing he said, where he's like, I'm either busy or I'm making shit up that I have to do. Did you hear me? He goes, there's no other way to success. Oh, go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go back. I want to hear, I want to hear that. Oh shit. Because. <laughs> Because, I mean, listen, I've seen him in action. Guys, if you want to perform in Hever de Grace, Maryland, in front of 35 people, I mean, just listen to this man. <laughs> he's pretty, he's pretty good. Who, by the way, none of them were there for Dat. Everyone was there for someone else, but. Yeah. Um, world's busiest man. Here we go. All those TV shows I booked in a year, and then I booked King Kong at the, by the 13th month. And, uh, yeah, I just I, I'm either busy or keeping myself busy. There's there's no other way to success than to, to try to work towards it. You know. <laughs> wow, really is. How'd you, how'd you? By the way, he keeps promoting King Kong. He's like a side character in the movie. He's not fucking the guy fighting King Kong. Doesn't he have like a line in that movie or even all of these projects? Like he's got like a couple lines here and there. Like I think he's in a few episodes of that show Startup. That I watched and didn't realize he was in, so that's how impactful he was. <laughs> I was in King Kong. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, I was a uh, little Asian scared guy, number two hundred and twelve, yeah. <laughs> like r- running away. 
Um, next one's called Swing and a Miss. Oh, I think Dad goes for a big joke here. And even his uh, compadres on the podcast don't give much to him. They didn't realize. Oh, so many states are different. Like Arizona doesn't have daylight savings. And I'm pretty sure there you don't, like your license like almost never expires. It's weird. Yeah. There was a guy who I think it was from, I think Kentucky he was from, showed me his license. Spoke over him too, which is funny. And he showed me his license and it didn't have an expiration date. I'm like, well, what happens when you age? Like when you're 75? Yeah, you're 75 years old. Right now you're 20. Uh, (laughs) You know, you're not going (laughs) to, pretty sure you're not going to maintain those looks, dude, for the next seven years. You look look closely and you find out that he's a time traveler. Right? Wouldn't that be cool? They don't, even, they don't even acknowledge it as a joke. They're like, nice. <laughs> what if he was a time traveler? Uh-huh. Well, how does that make any sense? Why wouldn't the time traveler have an expiration on his ID? <laughs> wouldn't know. it be like 40 years ago? I don't get the joke even. <laughs> um, this next one is a longer clip, but it's... <laughs> let's, 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 let's skip it. I'm not feeling... I don't know if I'm feeling that fan today. Maybe we could save these for another day. Um... Oh man! <laughs> Hold on. All right, so we did spend time on. All right, well, well, let me play this one then. Oh, okay. All right. Um, this one right, has. If you're, if you're motivated for it, let's do it. Uh, this. Well, no, this one's a little further on, but we already played the first one, so we have to play this one. This one's called "An Hour In." Do you remember? Oh, that's right. Yes, we have I to. Sure play, do. Have Guys, to- you know, I I know I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Mike, does he get back to the weather in <laughs> California? <laughs> I guess you California. bet your bippy he does. <laughs> One hour into the podcast, did, did he not spend enough time on cumulonimbus class? I guess California, Southern California, we just become total wusses here because our weather is like it's nowhere near that. Yeah, you guys, that's that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah, your weather, man. <laughs> you don't say. Is San Diego nice? <laughs> is it in the seventies usually? Holy shit. <laughs> That. Yeah, you guys, that's that's where it's at. The the best weather in this country has got to be like, you know, San Diego. Wow. You know, what you an guys, observation. Even this guy's like, please, for the love of God, yes, whatever you say <laughs> is correct. Shut up. Hey, you know what I found in the Northeast? Particularly in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the weather right now, just give it 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mike, it could snow. It could snow like four feet tomorrow. And then the next day it could be like 80. It's fucking nuts what does, happens here with does, the weather. It doesn't make any sense. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Dad, if you think San Diego's wild, come to Boston for a month. <laughs> It'll blow your tits off. Holy shit. Uh, the nice. weather. He keeps asking about the weather. Only what, like 70s? Yeah. I mean, we start complaining when it goes below 60. And I was 51. No, no, you said 50 a few minutes ago. <laughs> He's changing. Well, an hour ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's like, this is a live radio show, right? They might have missed it. And if the podcast go- is three or radio, whatever it is, is uh, I think it's a podcast. Yeah. Is three hours long. I know. Insane. They did three hours with that and bring up the weather on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as a New Englander, I can't stand when people say that shit. LOL. Yeah. That was the, that was the joke. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. We, around. we weren't being serious. Complaining <laughs> when it goes below sixty, and then if it goes like above ninety, we start complaining a little bit. Yeah. Like it's pretty, pretty. We're uh, all on the same page. The climate's pretty regulated, and I mean it's nice. You know. We're, we're- 
Jesus Christ. Can I say one more thing about the weather? The beaches in San Diego, they're great. You should come you should try the beaches here. Um so we have a we have a uh do you want me to read the titles and if any of these catch your eye, you want to hit them? Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to do it. Um Kong. Now we've heard about Kong. We can skip that, I'm um, sure. Interest how influential he was in the film. Interesting reveal. I do kind of want to play this because there's something he says that I hope you're it's very quick. We could play it. Yeah. So this is 2017. Remember, that's the only reason I find this interesting because he was on last comic standing in 2003. Yeah. I wonder if you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking here. It gets expensive. And then since minimum wage came up, like, dude, the, the cost of meals is almost doubling now. Yeah. So, what is minimum wage out there now for servers? I don't, I don't know. It's all I haven't, I haven't worked a normal job for like a decade. So oh, okay. Watch for instance. So was he waiting tables in 2007? Okay, so I thought you were talking about the fact that he's going to pretend like he's not. He's like, I don't know what minimum wage is. I was more concerned that recently he had a regular job. <laughs> yeah, no, like within 10 years, he was waiting tables, it seems like, after la- like way after last comic standing. Right, right. So it's, it's, we- it's funny how he's like bragging where he's like, guys, I wouldn't even know. I don't relate to the common man anymore because... <laughs> Uh, I was only working a regular job five years after the biggest success of my life. <laughs> um, like the the thing I have people still to this day bring me on stage for, I was working a minimum wage job four or five years after. The that, reason so. I think I'm better than everyone is because I got this TV show that I won and, uh, yeah. you know, it I didn't worked, allow me to quit my job. <laughs> I worked at the Olive Garden after that. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that's the thing about that fan. Like, listen, uh, more power too if you want to do comedy or whatever and you're not necessarily successful at it but it's your passion great fucking go for it you want to teach comedy terrific but dad tries to sell people on how successful he is and has the fucking gall to try and kick people out who were there solely to laugh that's why I think this guy's a piece of shit like I don't look down on anyone that's trying comedy and working a real job but dad talks with this pompous fucking attitude like he's Louis C.K. at the pinnacle of his career when he was working, it sounds like, a minimum wage job five years after his big break. Yeah, more than that. Yeah. Um, People forget, too, he was on tour for almost 60 days, so... Well, that must have exhausted him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on tour for a long time, and Um, now he's come back and is making French bread pizzas and making videos about them on TikTok. So there's four left. If you if a name catches your eye, let's hit it. Okay. Hot bitches. Oh, you are a shame on me. Yeah, I forgot about some of these. Yeah. We gotta talk about the ass that dad has been crushing. Nonstop. Because this is before this is before he was married. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. So back then he was chasing trim and banging beaver, baby. Poon was hurling itself at that. And uh he makes no bones about it. So I, I date women from all around the country and um <laughs> already what an asshole thing to say. <laughs> I date women from all around the country. Yeah, you know, if you guys were worried that I was uh there was a shortage of pussy around <laughs> the nation, don't, don't sweat it. I date women all over the place. Everywhere. <laughs> Covering this whole nation in semen. <laughs> You know, one's from the and south. They did, they, by the way, right but, before this, I cut it out because we're not here to make fun of the hosts. But they tried this horrible bit where they were like, I got hose in different area codes, but they were wrapping it. Yeah. 
I should have left it in probably now that I'm explaining it, but (laughs) (laughs) but like that doesn't stop dad after that. He's like, Hey, 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 I've got a serious point to make. I date beautiful women in every state (laughs) and I seriously want to get this out. Uh, One's from the South, one from wherever, but I dated yeah, we know the most the beautiful, the most at. awesome women that are one's down. from the south, one's from the northeast. You know what's funny though is he got Even stumped. The West, actually, now that I think about it, he got stumped after after the uh, south. He's like, you know, I got uh, women in the south or whatever. Yeah, south and well, I guess now that I think about it, that's probably it. <laughs> I dated the most beautiful, the most awesome women that are down to earth and grounded <laughs> are in the places with the worst weird weather. Oh my god! Like, here's the hottest. He brings the weather back. So did I. Oh, I forgot these clips. I'm sorry, everyone, that I wanted to skip through these. Shame on me. <laughs> the man is obsessed with weather. I forgot he brought this part of it to weather. I gotta tell you, I am, I am knee deep in gash all around the country. The problem is weather. <laughs> This this nasty weather we're plagued with, you know. And here's the problem: in Florida, it's too hot. Way too in hot. In Maine, it's too cold. Way too. I cold. can't. Where is it just right? <laughs> Alabama, San Diego, <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> so like that's the sacrifice you make. It's like, it's like here's the hottest chick. She's so nice. Like I want to marry this woman, but she lives in this. Oh God, the storm systems. She's, like you would have to sacrifice. You have to be by her family and sacrifice that for. Do I sound like a dick right now? Or yeah, you're like yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy goes yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, but you're so famous, Dad. They're gonna move to you. Remember, fuckface. Yeah. Well, he's also. I mean, I like that he's switching between Tinder and the Doppler radar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just can't. I mean, this woman is an 11. She's the hottest piece of ass. And obviously she wants me, of course. Right. Oh, but the weather in Missouri, it's just not for me. It's wacko there. <laughs> um, what an asshole. I forgot about that. Uh, for Dats fans. What was the other one? There was another one related to women, I think. Bizarre theory or beards. Bizarre theory. Let's go with let's go with bizarre theory. As a matter of fact, the way Frenzy looks, there's like like a like oh, a. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> Listen to this. So he's trying to say. So they're in Minnesota, obviously. Mm. Listen to this theory. Also, he's wrong about it, but we'll we'll get to that at the end. But. Listen to what dad is trying to say. He's so hung up on generalizing people. Like that's his whole act is stereotyping Asians. Yeah. It is. It's crossed over into just general geography, I guess. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the way frenzy looks, there's like, like a, like a upper Midwest area where the faces look similar. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> oh, no, all us Minnesotans look the same, huh? I see. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, who's beautiful, she's from the upper Midwest somewhere. You would agree? I don't know. You can look it up. 
<laughs> he would agree. Like he's a lawyer. He goes, he goes. So we agree that Scarlett Johansson is from the upper Midwest. Did you hear the guy? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you would agree is such an odd. Fr- this guy seems like he would be the worst to argue with in a relationship. Oh, my God. So you would say that I put the dishes in the dishwasher. You would agree, right? <laughs> Girls are. Yes. I shouldn't have moved from fucking Tampa for this. <laughs> Where it was sunny and just nice and not here. It's beautiful. She's from the upper Midwest somewhere. You would agree? I don't know. You can look it up. I think she's from. You can look it up, he says. <laughs> fucking dad. Well, you, you look it up. Do my work for me, which there's a great payoff there, by the way. I don't know. You can look it up. I don't know where she's from. She, I think she's from either she's from either Minnesota or Michigan or somewhere up in that area. Okay. She, she has a similar face structure, similar nose, and I think it might go back to either the Germans or the Vikings way back when they established that area. Okay, so you're saying more of uh, the Vikings established the middle of the country? How'd they get their ships well, there's there? A, there's a Scandinavian, like that's where the Minnesota Vikings come from. That's where the name comes from. Is there, there's a Scandinavian, but he's saying... Physically living, it's not that you're, you know, German or Swedish or Norwegian or whatever. He's saying that if you were born in Michigan, you look like the other lady that was born in Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there uh, more to that clip? Yeah, yeah. I like how he's complaining about Scarlett Johansson. And, like and a- saying that this woman looks like her and it's because... They're both from Minnesota, supposedly. I got I to be honest. If everyone from Minnesota looked like Scarlett Johansson, it would be a lot more populated. Carl, I mean, Jesus, Craig. But the weather. Oh, right. Don't you understand? Right. The snow. It's it's probably snowing there right now. The snow. <laughs> the weather is terrible. And a German type look to the face. Yeah. Hmm. No, seriously. That's weird because my mom no, actually was born in Germany and moved here when she was 18. So I'm totally German. And I and I look like a lot like her, actually. So you might be on to something. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, so, Dad, how does that explain you and everyone else? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. but yeah, you have like a, I would, if, if I, if she didn't even talk and somebody told me that she's from America, what part? I would say she's probably from the upper Midwest, just by the, her, the way her face is structured. It says Scarlett Johansson's from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck that. I guess I was misinformed. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> so you would agree Scarlett Johansson's from the Midwest. Look it up. Actually, she was born in Manhattan. I uh, suppose I was misinformed. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> I got some bad intel. <laughs> I guess that whole thing was for nothing. <laughs> says she's asshole. Says she's from Manhattan. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you can tell this guy's sick of his shit. Yeah, you made me look this up and uh, you were wrong. <laughs> she's a fucking New Yorker. Well, even before that, he's like, I don't fucking know. But also, like, the observation is not interesting. What he's saying is, like, people of German descent might sometimes have similar face structure or something. Right. I guess. Yeah. Italians are also tan with darker complexion. Right. Sure. I guess you're on to something, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, the last one is beards. Any, any, or we can go to hack, right? Either one. 
Um, I, I, I think that's a good place to stop. Is Scarlett Johansson theory? That that, that, <laughs> that was a very good reveal. Yeah, he just looks like such a he, he really is an asshole in every sense. Boy, do I hate that fan. I Fuck fucking him. hate him, and I wasn't even there. I wish I was. <laughs> Justin's like yeah, so Craig. I'm- Craig would have said something. I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does a podcast someday because that's really the next step. He's on TikTok. He's trying to be one of the kids. He's got to do a podcast. That's right. He's gonna eventually. He will eventually. All right. Unleash hack ride. I suppose. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yes. Uh, would you, would you like your friend? Would you like- <clears throat> oh, should I put? Oh, yes. Yes. Bring bring my friend in. Yes, there's DJ Electrify. <laughs> DJ Electrify, Blind Mike. Blind Mike, DJ Electrify. DJ Electrify, oh. Craig Coney. Craig Coney, DJ Electrify. Everyone, say hello. Hi. Hi, so nice to meet you both. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a real person. <laughs> it's a, it's, yes, this is, this is my, my sidekick, my manager, my co-producer. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't noticed lately, Mike, I'm a little all over the place. So she is my organizer, my right-hand arm man. And our tits, Mike! Oh my God, our tits! They're huge. Oh, is that right? Yes, she, but I, I, I am learning about this thing in human culture called workplace sexual harassment. Oh, did not know about this. I thought it was amazing. I thought you got to get make money and slap old Trisha on the ass at the watering hole. Alas, this is not what it means. So I would like to apologize publicly to DJ. Take this opportunity in front of your fans to publicly apologize. I did not know your ass was not for the slapping. Anyway, this is my assistant. Yes, his, HR, his HR policy is sexual harassment. Uh, okay. DJ Electrify, no. are you, for the audience, blink twice if you feel safe. You can't she see blink, I, she's she, so she, far away from her screen because nah, her tits are so big, Mike. <laughs> she, blink, she looks like a medium fry from McDonald's hack, right? We can't see her tits. Trust me. Why, why, why is she a French fry? DJ Electrify, very nice to meet you. Electra fry. Nice Electra you. fry, do you get it? I'm a big fan. Oh, is that right? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, she's, she's a tiny fan. A does, tiny she, fan. <laughs> does she do? Do you do a podcast, DJ Electrify Fry? <laughs> Get it right. Come on, Mike. Well, I'm, are you I'm, are you just I'm working? Sorta, for I'm a radio host. I do a radio show. Oh, is this? Uh, never mind. <laughs> I think, but, I, think uh, I figured yeah, out Electra Fry podcast. I'm getting used to it. Yes, DJ Electrify, quick! Put the poop porn on. Quick, get him. Porn bomb him. We got him. Let's do it. <laughs> Just kidding, fellas. Hackred, <laughs> I got to ask you something because I tuned into a bit of uh, Puzzle Box, the the season one finale of Puzzle Box. I was oh, on. I was it. So drunk. Yes, go ahead. I was oh, on. Okay, it. I was going to ask you that. Do you drink during that show? It's the only time in life I drink, Mike. I don't drink okay. any other time. Yes, but I drink I, to let the demon out. I throw it on and you're slurring pretty bad, but I didn't know you to be a drinker, so I was surprised by it. Oh, this is the show. This is this is how I do the show. If you have not watched, yes, I get sloshed and I do a show about I'm a demon. It's very weird. The one time a week he's got free time, he's like, let's put a camera on. Yes. And I, I hate drinking, like more than anything. I'm a stoner, but if for some reason it works for the character. But enough about that. Anyway, would you like to hear some comedy? Yes. I'd love to, yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes you're, 
Go ahead. Sorry, Hagrid. I don't, be, I don't, I don't want to step on your bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I don't want to make you guys go long today. Greg has to go molest some boys. Here we go. Yes. I can kick you out of here. <laughs> no, you can't. But you can kick her out. Kick her out. Why do this comedy? No, Get no, leave her. Hey, no, yes. No. What? No. Oh. Well, I guess it's his show. <laughs> do not comment on my comedy, D- DJ Electrify. All right, people. The, the fucking open oh, mouth face. The Michael Jordan intro, intro this morning. Oh, I was listening and, and pooping, and I finally got what you asked for. I, I didn't I didn't know why you wanted Michael Jordan. I thought you were going to do a bit on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got it. Great. I could tell in your response. I was like, he seems uninterested in doing this. <laughs> but, but I thought I made it pretty funny. But now that I get it, I could have made it so much funnier. Sorry about that. <laughs> this is why I have DJ Electrify. DJ Electrify, write that down. Every time I try to do funny stuff, I fuck it up on this show. Make sure that doesn't happen. Anyway. Why is Craig so extra Boston today? Have you heard this in his accent? Is it all the Italian slander? Is that what brings out the Boston in you people? It's very weird. Did you? Yes. Yeah, go, people, listen back on the show. He is very accented today. I, I hope you're not also, talking about when I'm doing my Matarese impression, Ankrad. Yes. Yes. That guy's weird. Anyway, Blind Mike confirmed Swifty and half fag. Hey, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Mike's choices are the upset of the decade in the dabble voice. Who gives you this extra sense and what the hell do you do with it, man? You're wasting it on the sugar for your ears. Just worthless pop. How dare you? I am a Swiss. Let's get into prog rock, man. You'd love it. Anyway, let's get to the show. Hey, you know, we don't mention this man's name here anymore, but I will. Stuttering John! <laughs> Mike is mad he didn't get a nickname. That's what's going on. I'm in that same boat, Mike. I didn't get a nickname either. We would love Stuttering John content if we got nicknames. You already had one, so he didn't give you one, and mine's weird already, so we didn't get one. It's not fair. This is, this is, this is, and you glad you left right now? I'm fighting with Stuttering John. I'm fighting with Mutt J every day, all their alts all day. Uh, This is Mario Cristobal level business planning, Mike, to leave now. Oh, yes. That is a deep Oregon Duck fan cut, yes. Scott Ducks winning the chip this year, baby. Keep interrupting me and this will go for hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Electrify like that one. <laughs> Again, this week I have no comment on Crystalia. None. This man seems untouchable. Not like them kids, right, Craigers? At some point, these charges against Dalia are going to be so old, he's going to invite them into a sex school. Hey-oh! Yes. That's an age joke. It's a good one. All right, Joe Matteris and Michael Albanese, yes, sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Uh, get that one. They're sharing friendship bracelets. Is that it? That was a good one. Go back and listen. You I wrote know. that down? Yes. I wrote so many worse ones down. I kept that one. They're going to build a fort. Yes. They're going to play doctor and show privates. That's what we do. This is peak child humor, Mike. All right. And, and you speak of this red, red bar, red bar. What is this red bar? I've never heard of it. And I watched five minutes of it. Who is this weirdo? What a weirdo. Total dork. And again, my name is Craig Akone. No, it's not. And a show where I, I no, 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 gay no. murder podcast called Rubbed Out. Craig Akone. Come find me, red bar. hey oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, KB. Oh, we're up to KB. This red diseased piece of meat. What dead air is a great song by the legendary Oregon band Heatmiser, but no way to run your show, man. Come on. That's an indie alt 90s rock show. Drink. 
Alright, KB is proof. You can you can hate someone's content, but still agree with them, right? Ray DeVito is a vile piece of shit. On this we agree, KB. We will always agree on this. Right? And, and just say, can you now get out of show business? Or what the rest of us call your kitchen! No, oh, hey, that's your kitchen! You're not in show business. Alright, and finally, people. Oh, why did the music end? If it could just last 30 more seconds, it would have been perfect. Anyway, that fan. People. From California, we'll talk about weather all day. You don't understand that. Speaking of which, today is a beautiful sunny day in California. <laughs> around 70 degrees with a slight overcast at the beach. There is a small craft advisory out in the bay, so be careful with those crafts under 10 feet. You're going to be rocking. Woo! That's what we do. And reminder that the biggest city in the world has one of our freeways shut down because the street genies had a fire underneath of it. Yes, isn't that fun? <laughs> we don't have a freeway because of the street genies. Oh, that fan had this one life to do something. He said, I have one life to do something. And he took that life and he wiped his ass with it. We'll see you in hell, Dad. Hey, oh, thanks, folks. That's my time. We'll see you next week on the Comedy Roundup. Maybe not. Wow. Uh, you guys didn't laugh as much as I thought. That was beautiful. No, I thought it was very nicely done. Yeah, harder than last week. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, we're, now, st- we're still looking for your comedy set, Craig. It disappeared from YouTube. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I just danced for you like an asshole. And I'm being treated like this. It hurts my feelings. That Metallica thing was uncalled for. That yeah. was an attack. That was an attack. Yes, it was. <laughs> How dare you. Now, can I ask, is Electra Fry here for some kind of announcement? Or why are you, why are you parading her around and making her show up to this? The tits, and also when we have ideas, I can remember them. Oh, speaking of which, Electrify. Bringing up the tits. We can't see tits. Yes, you can. I say it all the time, Craig. Oh, I'm not monetized, though, I guess. No, don't say that one. I, I have these ideas and I forget. So, uh, DJ Fry, like these these morons want a Brendan Shaw Batman show. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they we want, don't want a show. <laughs> Write that down. A skit. A skit. You mean Brendan Schlob? Yes. Fucking, it's like the well, least viewed uh, I smell another segment coming. <laughs> Fucking burn. I'm writing it down right now. Oh, God. Don't continue to make them laugh. That is my job. I'm jealous of you. Don't make them laugh. Can I communicate with Electra Fry from now on so that she can get my ideas to you in Did a you proper hear manner? I'm writing it down. That's, That's what I mean. I like, can... I think she seems more organized. Yeah. Like, okay. Could I? As long as I can communicate with Alma. Oh, yeah. I love to. <laughs> we can switch. We're trading. Uh, we're, we're, we're finding we're out swapping. more and more about Electra Fry here. All right. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Hey-oh! Alright, anything else, Hackrod? We didn't get to OJ. Anything else? My god, man, I've been up since seven writing comedy. It's a a hit. I bring you a fry lady with tits. Tits! It's no tits. Uh, Ryan Foley, five bucks. Need hack right to add the Bernie Mac. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, Bernie Mac and fries. (laughs) Hey-oh! I guess we should have ended when it was hot. Why is, she a, why is she a fry? I don't understand. I don't care. It's fine. No, you asked. Oh, you asked. Fry, would you like to tell him? Yeah, I'm a fry because it's, um, I'm hot and salty and I have slick holes. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Hey, box eating dad, find out if that's true, please. Electrify, what's the weather where you are? If I could ask. 
Oh, good. well, I'm in California, too, so the weather is yeah, gorgeous. Baby. I'm here oh, to talk goodness. about the weather. I'm here for yeah, it. We'll talk about the weather all day. We'll keep Creek here all day and keep the kids safe. Uh, dang, no, it's not dang lizard. overcast here. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. It's like 70 degrees. Uh, beautiful. Dang lizard, five euros. As a German, I can understand Dat Fan's theory. He might want to look into typical features of the Shulies. Yeah, Dad was talking about a f- sort of final solution he had come up with mm-hmm. to, uh, <laughs> that he could use his theory for. I thought it was interesting, but we didn't have time to get to it. No, we did not. And the Richard O'Hader shoot was good, too. Jenna. It was. He was back in rare form. It was just too long. The, um, uh, the it was four, four minutes. Minute you, well, yeah. the four-minute clip you sent, but I thought the better some of the better stuff was in the longer version that you sent. Oh, uh, you're so wrong. We didn't, we didn't have time to go through all of it, but. He did the blinking thing in the clip, I say. He, he leaned toward the camera and just blinked a bunch. <laughs> like, he was communicating in Morse code. It was amazing. And you like, no, that's not good. All right. Some someday we'll get to it. I'm sure we'll get well, we'll get to more Ojet in the future. Oh, we didn't get to our Darman Thanksgiving treat either. God damn it! No, oh, Darman is awesome. Maybe oh, next time. Maybe next time. All right, everybody. Electra Fry, very nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, Blind Mike and Touchers. I mean, Craigers. No, she's Craigers. I don't. He's oh, part of the gang. I, I don't like this at all. <laughs> she's already hazing him. I help out Puzzle Box, and I'm just getting shit on. I don't like it. The Metallica. It's got, you know it's going to cost you, Craig. I still did it. Welcome, welcome to the family of Electrify. Hack Ride, thank you for stopping by, buddy. Thank you. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. That's, that's me, isn't it? <laughs> what? So that's a clip of me he plays to say goodbye. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, all right well it's been a wild episode huh it's been a wild we didn't even episode. have time to get to all the stuff we wanted to get to no we did not three hours uh, so, done that well. guys i wanted to go for four or five hours but craig said no thanks i have kids oh you sure do, I do. a whole stable of them. no i have uh legally uh, uh yeah you heard him kids. folks he's got kids to get to my so, my kids that have- yep that's what he calls them <laughs> Oh, so right. we will uh, we'll talk to you guys after uh, after the holiday and all of that. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon or become a YouTube member, please do. Uh, if it's worth it to you, if you have the means, all of that. You can go to blindmike.net to find those links. And uh, if you'd rather just support the show for free, we appreciate that as well. You know, like, subscribe, help the uh, algorithm, show people the podcast. If, you, if, you, if you're friends with people and they're like-minded, Send them an episode that you like. Whatever uh, you think would be a good place to start, whether it's why you laughing, this show, or who are these socials, send them an episode, say, hey, you might want to check this out. I like these guys. And uh, blindmike.net is where you can find all those links. And um, verygoodshow.org is where you can find the Craigster mm-hmm. and uh, all of his programs. And uh, Red Bar should definitely check that out because Craig's had a lot of things to say about <laughs> Mike David from Red Bar. I didn't like, I didn't like that. Uh... That little fucking thing you said. So you should go to verygoodshow.org for that, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time, right? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we have a mean transition. Sappers through the way, everyone all the way. Now, this is very interesting. T- now, really, ladies, if you're listening, and men, and everybody in between. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope that you're from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. 
Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piazzani. All right. My belly hurts. Can you please kindly F off, please? If a person is on a bridge threatening to jump, how do we know that he wants help? Anyway, God bless America.